Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Chris, I want to ask you, when did you first know about Mercedes being pregnant? I found out after a wedding day. I would have never got married. I would have never walked down the aisle had I known that. Were you still in love with Mercedes? I I don't think that that's fair to ask, you know, um, with with Paige. of Married at First Sight Atlanta. Um, This reunion, wow. Uh, An equal partner in absolutely boring and just mess, mess, mess. Join with me today to talk about that is my friend, Lindsay. Hi. Hi. Uh, We've made it. How are you feeling at the end of this season? I'm tired. I'm just tired. (laughs) Yeah. Emotionally. Sick and tired. But tired. <laughs> um, do you rank this amongst a good one of the better seasons, or do you feel like it okay. was a flop? It's hard. It's hard because I feel like overall it's a flop. Because at the end of the day, usually I root for at least one couple, and to have rooted for zero is quite um, quite an interesting t- predicament to be in when you're watching a show that is two hours an episode. Um, oh. Okay, that's interesting because we all know that, like, you know, Brianna and Vincent were supposed to be the golden couple. So why does that not, why do I feel like you don't agree with that? Um, it's not that I don't agree with them. It's just that I, from the beginning, could give two shits about Vincent. Okay. I had no interest in Vincent. And there were, I love Brianna, but there are points where I was like, 
ooh, that's irritating. And I can't, like, I can't abide by the baby talk. And that yeah. I'm bossy and you're just going to have to deal with it. Like, okay, I understand you're direct, but you could you could soften the blow a little bit. There's no, there's sure. no, <laughs> there's no problem with that. It's just, I can't. I can't quite give them golden couple status like I would a Woody and Amani. Sure. They were they are they are top shelf. And yeah. Brianna and Vincent, they wish. <laughs> so um yeah, Woody and Amani are just like a prestige couple. <laughs> like a true no golden one could couple. Touch them. Nobody could touch their him. Um what okay, so I do you watch couples cam? I have seen a few. I just, I, I don't watch it regularly because I'm like, okay, I've had enough of the two hours. I can't go into another. Yeah, I don't watch it. I used to, I watched like several episodes, but I have not watched it in quite some time. I did not watch it at all for this season. No, um, neither. But I heard that uh, Virginia and Eric and Brianna and Vincent are the new couples on Couples Cam. Really? Yeah. And not Clara and Ryan. Not Clara and Ryan. I feel really duped, even though I don't <laughs> even watch that. But I just feel like the network is trying to make us feel like Virginia and Eric are a good couple. Mm-hmm. And I just won't stand for that. I don't care. I, to be honest, I don't think any of these couples are good. Yeah. And so inviting any of them to do that is kind of like mm, a slap in the face, even though I, I too do not watch that program. I think <laughs> it's like, that's where this is a bridge too far because this is all phony to me. I agree. Like, did we have to bring any of them up from the ranks? <laughs> no, I don't. Under, like, do they have fans? Like, to me, naturally, you bring Woody and Amani. Naturally, obviously, you bring. Jamie and Elizabeth, because they were, I mean, no, you can't forget them. You bring them to the couple's couch. Yeah. Eric and Virginia? I don't know. Right. I don't know about that. Even at their best, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> so let's talk about them first. Since they were the first couple that came um, on the show, we just want to, you know, speak our praises to Kevin Frazier. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like a lot of the questions that were more along the lines of, hey, ex-cast member, explain yourself. I feel like he was harder on the women than he was on the men. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. But, I mean, it's just parroting what was happening during the season because those experts love to grill the woman. But they will just go, oh, okay, moving on when it mm-hmm. comes to the guy. And I yeah. have some thoughts about Ryan that I will, I will definitely, I will definitely save for their portion. <laughs> I'm excited for that. So let's talk about the fashion first. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like production whispered into Virginia's ear, like <laughs> we can't have you dressing like an extra from my so-called life, like you did on Decision Day, girl? So like, let's step it up a bit. Um, uh... Why dressed <laughs> like like a like a owner of like a speakeasy type bar in Las Vegas, <laughs> and it's like, like she looked like a go-go dancer or like some sort of like talent at the bar, not a waitress, but somebody who does some sort of entertainment. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And here, here's what I have to say about that. Now I'm gonna upset some people. I'm gonna okay. upset some people, but 
this is my truth and this is my story. I, all throughout high school, middle school, elementary school, I played sports. And I sure. played sports with, obviously, a bunch of white girls. Yeah. And learning that Virginia played basketball, yes. it told me everything <laughs> I needed to know about her, yeah. about her party habits, her style, her mm. makeup choices. And so this is, to me, it's like, how could I not have seen? It's so easy to me to spot, um, like, a white woman athlete like a college, <laughs> like a college woman, like white woman athlete out at a bar, you can just tell their hair is always parted to the side, flat crown, just flat as flat can be, no height, no height to be seen. Sure, <laughs> they're always in a jersey knit dress, <laughs> or <laughs> just like completely, like going overboard, like with club attire, or just completely and totally underdressed for the, the situation. It just, sure. it makes sense to me yeah. that she went to Party City and bought a flapper dress and said, this <laughs> is it. But she bought the expense, the most expensive one. The most expensive yeah. one. Because, you know, if you get red, you're going to look like it's a costume. So she went with champagne, yeah. a light pink. It's a little, yeah. uh, <laughs> a, a notch up. I'll give her that. It's a notch up. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like somebody went to Michael's and got like the the nice crystals, yeah, um, beading and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, his all black, like, mm -hmm. get out of here. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? <laughs> um, so okay, do you also think that Virginia put some highlighter on the tip of his nose because it looked much more pronounced than I remember. Kara, I had not thought of that, but he might. He might have some highlighter because okay, I I am I'm being that bitch. I'm being extra, and I'm just having it on mute. And so I'm paused on them right now on my TV, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing a little highlight on the cheeks. Yeah, I'm seeing it on the nose. Yeah. So perhaps, perhaps he has some 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 help. <laughs> he needs all of it he can get. Um, so they are clearly had a conversation mm -hmm. beforehand and we're like, yeah. let's do our best to perform the happy couple who mm -hmm. figured it all out. We're healthy. We're adjusted. We're listening to each other. But, you know, you always have to listen to Virginia because she will tell the truth she might mm -hmm. gloss over a lot of it but she will tell the truth like she was admitting a few times that they have issues with communication mm -hmm. they're learning to work on that and <clears throat> but I mean if you ask Eric it was like we don't know what you're talking about um I guess there were maybe a time or two during the show where I didn't come off that great but everything is fine now I, I'm so happy. She doesn't go out like I thought she would. Um, she, you know, like, we're just perfect. We're perfect. Yeah. I, um, I feel like they were, they were pulling a Claire and Ryan. They, they, they watched what they did and just kind of brought that truck right around to them. And they said, okay, we're going to act like nothing is wrong. Mm -hmm. Absolutely yeah. nothing is wrong. And I just know, like, she moved into that condo and I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> exactly. She's already, conceding. She's already conceding to the one, th one of the big things she did not want to do. 
And yep. so this is this I can already tell the tone of this relationship. Yep. As soon as I was like, oh, she moved into that condo. I'm like, oh, it's done for her. It's That's, done. It's quiet for her. She's um, never getting out of there. Never getting out. She, okay, sure. Like, yeah, it probably does make a big difference between moving into some guy's place and like making it yours in some way. And she was trying to clean it up by being like, oh, the more stuff I put around the house, like the less I want to move. And then I noticed that she called the guest room her room. Her room. Yes. <laughs> Which was yes. interesting. I said, uh, okay. That's alarming. Like how, how often are you sleeping on that day bed, Virginia? Mm-hmm. How often? Um, yeah, her room, the cat's room. Um, Eric is still trying to pretend, like, doing fake sneezes to pretend like he's allergic to those cats when he's not. Yeah, and, like, uh, the uh, theatrics, the theatrics with that one. Uh, it, the fact that he was trying to be, like, affable and funny, I'm just like, ew. <laughs> it's like, we know you're MAGA, shut up, you're not fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, then they play some never-before-seen never footage of Virginia before the wedding day. And she's doing some self self-footage stuff and says that she had gotten a positive COVID test. But then she said that it was a false positive. She took two to three tests afterwards and she, everything was fine. But I feel like you could have COVID Mm -hmm. and have had it and have a positive one day. And then a few days later get negative because you know, those things get out of your system. So, like, was it a false positive? Or was she just at the tail end of COVID? Because Virginia seems like out of the whole cast, she would have been the one who, to get it, you know? I mean, I'm surprised no one else got it. They, learning that she had COVID, I said, oh, they probably all had it at some point. Mm-hmm. The way they were gallivanting around Atlanta, maskless. Yep. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is this is a thing that they kept under wraps. For a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought it was like another eye roll moment of Eric putting his hand on Virginia's leg and talking about how, you know, that was one of my biggest worries. Like, what if one of us got COVID and, and um, you know, we never met each other? And it's like, that did not cross your mind. First of all, you don't believe in COVID. Okay, let's be real. No, here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't believe that for a second. You are a COVID truther. Shut your mouth. Sure. Um, Yeah, I just thought that was such bullshit. Like, you don't have to act like this is you being the dashing, handsome husband, supportive husband. Like, first of all, y'all are claiming that she didn't even get it. So, secondly, like, like, you don't have to do the work to say, like, I was so nervous. Like, you didn't know her. It's okay. You met her. It's fine. Whenever he talks, my I just like my eyes roll in the back of my head, and I just space right. out. Right. Uh, oh, so that- about to be some bullshit. It's like I can actively, I can actively loathe watching Chris, but I can't. Eric is like I tune out. Yeah, like I want to hear. Well, I don't want to. <laughs> I unfortunately like, I- am intrigued to hear what kind of bullshit will come out Chris's mouth because Correct. it's like. I want to, you know, I want to self, I, I self-hatred, I want to self-loathe, I want to hurt myself, and I want to be angry. 
but exactly. with Eric, I just don't have the time. I don't have the space. So I just, yeah, it, it goes it in, goes out. It hits a very, a lot different. Um, so then Kevin asks uh, about Virginia's partying and, you know, whether that's not, whether or not that's something that should be cause for concern. And she, you know, was very cute about it. And was like, I like to party, but I really don't do it that much. And it's not a problem. It hasn't been a problem before. And it's not a problem now. And Eric says the same thing that she really only goes out every once in a while. And it hasn't been a problem for him, but that was like one of your main storylines all season. Mm -hmm. So how did this just magically fix itself? I just find it quite interesting that I'm sure Virginia saw how obsessed she was with drinking and the need to be drunk and the need to party. And she was like, Oh, this isn't cute. And so now they're cleaning it up. They're cleaning it up. So I, you know, I I think I talked about partying more than I actually do. And it's like, girl, (laughs) you specifically said, I go out with my friends every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night, and I'm not going to change. (laughs) We saw them on the honeymoon. They were blammo the entire time. Like, honestly, Eric couldn't keep his eyes open. (laughs) Remember that one? Upright. That one time, it was maybe like two or three days in, where they're sitting around the bar of their suite, and (laughs) they both look like they are just moments away from getting their stomachs pumped. (laughs) (laughs) It's like so dark. And they're just like, we can't do this. They they really hit rock bottom. The mental picture of them, I'm, I'm crying. But I remember that so vividly. <laughs> and this was after Eric was like mumbling to the guys about how happy he was, and Chris, it, like that was the one moment where I had to actually laugh at Chris. And people were like, "Are you okay, bro? Like, <laughs> you seem a little." <laughs> God, what a Do moment! You walk into every situation. Like an hour late and wasted. (laughs) Right. Like half your wet and wild lavender eyeshadow on your cheeks. Like, and you're going to talk to me about how this wasn't a problem? Okay. Okay. (laughs) She kills me. She kills me. (laughs) Jesus. Um, What happens after that? So... Yeah, I mean, they're basically just like, everything's great and we're so happy. And Kevin asks Eric about being controlling. And Virginia, like, ugh. The fact that she took all the responsibility for this. We're like, did he say, yeah, I I think maybe he did say there were moments where I, I did feel like I was controlling. But I, she was like, I just should not have used that word. That was. Uh, I'm like, Virginia, don't go back now. Right. It's okay. He was. We all saw it. Right. And here's a bigger question that should have been asked is, how are you guys dealing with, like, your very obvious political and, like, social differences? That's what I wanted to know. And they keep alluding to it, too. Yeah. They keep like, oh, you know, we have, you know, we are very different. We see things very differently. We have different, we feel strongly about our you know, the stuff that we believe in and our, you know, I'm like, okay, I mean, you can you just flat out say it. Right. right. Just say it. Just say it. You I don't conservative know. conservative and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I felt like the things that she was saying made me feel like, ooh, I've, this is getting into more conservative territory than I think. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Eric's mom, Donna, comes out in her, like, women for Trump hairstyle. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> that hairspray said, I'm about to go to a Trump boat rally. Yeah. And, I and need she, she an tried extra- to clean herself up, too. Mm-hmm. Because last year, she was ice cold during the show and she tried to come out and be like oh i love her she's great it's like okay girl you're not fooling any of us <laughs> wasn't it weird that she was like she's so beautiful and i knew that as soon as i saw eric's reaction to her that like everything was gonna be okay like what because she's pretty yeah like i don't that's I don't it you're saying <laughs> is that all it took for you ma'am and because i think that's a bunch of horseshit too yeah she was I, ice cold. Ice cold. And it felt like when Donna said nice things that Virginia was surprised. Yeah, I it 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 was because <laughs> I'm sure she's never she's never said anything to her like that. Mm-hmm. Just cleaning it up for the show. Yeah. Yeah. I did think it was funny that she said that Eric has mellowed out a lot since getting married. <laughs> Like, yeah, you watching what you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe she is telling the truth, and that's the sad truth. If that's, <laughs> that's... wow, <laughs> what was he like before? Um, did you have any final thoughts on Eric and Virginia? Well, I feel like we didn't really talk about how Eric was absolutely disgusting to her when it came to her pets. The way yeah. you talked about Rocky, and I'm like, yeah. if there's if there's actually someone on this show that I stand, it's Rocky and Rocky right. alone. <laughs> and the Come way on. that he talked about Rocky, yeah, <laughs> the way I screamed when Rocky <laughs> was doing what all dogs do, burying his bone or whatever Literally. he had his toy, and he's like, should he be doing that? I'm like, you you fucking dick, shut up. I can't. Right. I I love that dog for unexplained reasons, but the way he was about that was just like, mm. it, it's really weird. It's creepy. It's yeah, because you're right. Like, no, we did not see Rocky do anything that a dog should not be doing. Like, oh, maybe occasionally he will like jump on you, but is it really that big of a deal? Like, oh, it's it's fine. It's fine, and it, it like. Shut, just shut up. Just <laughs> shut up. And it's it, you can say like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I love the dog, but I do think that with a little bit of training, like maybe we can take him somewhere to get trained so he doesn't jump up when he's super excited or jump up on guests that we might have. That's that's a normal thing to say. That's a normal thing to suggest. But the way he was doing it, I understand how she was like, fuck off. I would well, too, because yeah. he was. Like, basically outright suggesting that it was, like, a moral failure on her part. And she was being a bad dog parent. And no. No. We also have to take into account that Rocky's probably not used to having a bunch of people and cameras and lights in his space. Exactly. So maybe let's give him a little bit of grace, okay? And he's young. And he's young. He's, like, a year old. Justice for Rocky. Justice for Rocky. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so let's move to Ryan and Clara. 
They also looked like another bar owner who owns a speakeasy <laughs> and a girlfriend, or like one of them what looks like a country is the star. Deal? Was that the theme? Like, ladies go full-on Vegas showgirl, and the men, yeah, are supposed to look like some sort of entrepreneur. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I have to admit something controversial, yet okay. brave. So, they talk about the mustache, and I'm like, yeah, he does look goofy. But then they do this whole retrospective of their relationship and I thought, you know what? The mustache was a better option than the full beard. Well, you know what's funny is that, yeah, he has this mustache, but I didn't notice that it was any different than he, than the whole season. I thought he already had this mustache. I was shocked <laughs> to find yeah. out that he hadn't had this mustache the entire time. <laughs> he has and that energy. That he hasn't had this the entire time, I'm going, okay, so you saw yourself on the show and you decided you know what this is not leprechaun enough i must then move <laughs> forward and dive head first yes with the hat and everything with the hat and everything he's just missing a monocle and a pocket watch <laughs> but also much like the hat it was an improvement on his little side perm <laughs> absolutely i much rather have that than see that patch of hair that he blow dries back and then pomades yeah. off to the side uh not great but still much improved so congratulations for you ryan um clara seems not so happy about the mustache she says he's been talking about this since we went on our honeymoon and i've just been having to grin and bear it much like you've been doing for your entire relationship. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, I know you you have a soft spot for Clara. Yes. And I do not, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. A <laughs> couple of reasons. Number one, it's petty, but I must say it. Um, that hair. <laughs> that hair it's is stress. unforgivable to me. Yeah. And it, it, must, it must stop. What do you want for her hair-wise? I look at her and every time I go, you should be a redhead. And the oh, fact uh -huh. that you are not a redhead and I'm looking at toe head blonde, it's <laughs> aggressive and it's frankly assault. It her hair looks very stressed out. Yes. It seems very dry. Yes. And it also seems, have you seen those TikTok um uh, that are going around of white girls realizing that they actually have naturally curly hair. <laughs> no. Oh what? my god, so funny. It's like you know how they have those little voice the um sounds and yeah. so did a voiceover. The original one is a girl doing a voiceover that was basically along the lines of, "I've been watching how black women do their natural hair, and I'm starting to suspect that maybe I have." naturally curly hair so she gets the hair products that she saw the black women buy mm -hmm. did it use those products scrunch it up wrapped her hair up in a t-shirt and then it comes out and it's like beautiful natural curls wait <laughs> so now wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> what how okay wait no no how how is that possible 
it's so funny because it start everyone is like these girls who have hair like Clara that's just like fried <laughs> hair that like is curly at the root and just very like straightened just yeah. like years of putting straightener you know those irons through their hair but it's like a black girl would look at it and see like yeah girl clearly your yeah. curls you get like a 3c curl at your root and then the rest of it looks like a Kathy comic and then <laughs> and so like it doesn't under, it doesn't make sense but yeah it's like I think she should embrace whatever is naturally happening with her hair and I, I would like to see a red on her I think because she has that rare um side profile where the forehead and the chin stick out further than the center of the nose it's like the Rihanna Uh rare profile it's it's that rare side profile and I always attribute I feel like Rihanna looked incredible this is like this is not no correlation at all but I just my brain just goes there always ready to talk about Rihanna go ahead always (laughs) (laughs) but I correlate that profile with red hair I don't know I think I just correlate like a strong chin with red hair yeah sure she would look good with like a deep rich natural looking auburn and not that like purplish red that some people mm-hmm. do that I don't know why but <laughs> she I think she would look good with red hair and I just because this 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 white blonde it just washes her out and it it stresses me out looking yeah. at her wash her out even a honey blonde would be a vast improvement even a honey blonde would be better it just I don't understand her commitment to this white blonde I don't get it I agree. And I also have to say, I don't care for her eyelashes. The extensions. I don't care for her eye. I mean, uh, everybody on this show cannot dress. Like, that's, True. like, her style is bad. The makeup yeah. si- situation is always bad. But, like, Clara, this hair, I can't get past it. Yeah. My other issue with Clara is Clara, the whole time... And I guess I'll talk more about this when we get there. But the whole time, Clara was like, I mean, if you don't say it after six months, like, I'm out. Like, if you don't mm-hmm. say it, like, she put her foot down on everything. To the point where I feel like she also said, if you don't say it by decision day. Yes, I'm out. she did. She did. Okay, so we already went back on that. <laughs> we already, we already, she already was like, okay, on that one. Yeah. And then to learn that he still hadn't said it. Girl, <laughs> to learn that he still hadn't said it, I was yeah. like, Clara, hello, knock, 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 Earth to Clara, what's going on? <laughs> there are a lot of concessions that she's making because she talked a real good game about her boundaries mm-hmm. and her hard outs and her deal breakers and. I think the issue that I have, the thing that I have most issue with is the fact that I don't really see this chemistry that they claim to be having. So it would be one thing if it was like their chemistry is off the charts and this was just like an undeniable thing, but I don't even see that. And I I agree. I I agree. Now (laughs) I'm going to get, I might get into some hot water with this one, but this is just my opinion. This is all me. Does not reflect on Kara. 
This is all me. <laughs> okay. Okay? This is all me. If you have hatred, direct it my way. I personally, now this is truly alleged, all assumption, but personally, just from his behavior and his demeanor from on the show, we don't know how he is behind closed doors, but on the show, I personally think, <laughs> oh my God, I personally think that something very traumatic happened to Ryan in his youth. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say what it is exactly, because I don't know, but I just think something very traumatic happened to him that made him unable to intimately connect. Now you can say intimate, sexually, emotionally, everything under the intimate umbrella, connect with someone else. Yes. I am with you. I was listening to um, the cast with Ray Sani and Jaquise Neal, and they just did an episode about like the premise of the podcast is basically they find, you know, famous and important clips in reality TV history and they discuss them and then they decide whether or not that cast member should be on like the ultimate cast of reality stars. Mm-hmm. So the last episode they were doing was the threesome on Real World Las Vegas or okay. the threesome that didn't quite happen. Yeah. And um, Adam Pally was their guest and he brought up something very interesting about there's a guy named Frank on that mm-hmm. cast. Yes. And how Frank really felt sort of like a connection to Trishelle because they were both conservatives. I think mm-hmm. they're both from the South or what have you. And he made a great point of how as soon as Trishelle expressed her sexuality, that Frank really turned on her because he felt like there was an expectation in Frank's mind of like, oh, she's just as religious, like repressed in her religion as I am. So Mm -hmm. we're like two peas in a pod. And then that didn't happen. And then he felt some type of way about that. So um, the point is that I think there's clearly some religious aspects to Ryan that Mm -hmm. caused him to close off and create all these boundaries that he somehow thinks are okay but they're not like it's going to stick with me last week or maybe two episodes ago where he said that to be with me you have to sort of chip and chip and chip yeah i hated that i hated that that's not okay no and i and what's weird also is that i that sentiment that like oh the grizzled you know hardened man and you just have to slowly chip away at him that's kind of like been romanticized as well yeah and i think that he he obviously okay with ryan he has these fantastical romantic really idealistic views on relationships and love and sex and intimacy and everything mhm and so it's yeah, it's not far fetched to think that he also is romanticizing the fact that he's closed off and there's yeah, a wall. Definitely. And so he's viewing Clara as like, oh, she's proving to me that she's trustworthy because obviously his trust is on the fritz. He does not have any trust in anyone. Yeah. And again, I'm going to bring this up again. I brought up the first episode and I'm going to do it on the, the last. He is manic about his workouts. And when you work out that much, that regimented, I'm sorry, I just think that that points to something deeper. 
maybe a control yeah. issue. A control, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just points to something deeper to me. And for me personally, it's a little sinister. And so his obsession with working out, his need to be a closed book, he's not sexually forward. He's not emo- He doesn't share his emotions out. I just think that something... It could just be the run-of-the-mill, you know, religious repression, because that's that is common. But I, I don't know. I just feel like there's something else too that goes deeper than just that that he might have experienced and he's mm-hmm. never really worked through. I agree. I fully agree. There's, there's got to be something. There's got to be something. That is, personality is not created in a vacuum. Like, no. you don't date. The average person does not date people for months and months and years and years and never says I love you. Um, that And it's perfectly fine to have boundaries. It's mm-hmm. perfectly fine to do what you have to do to feel like the person that you're with is a trustworthy partner. Like, that's mm-hmm. fine. But it's the chipping for me. Like, yeah. that's not... That's, like somebody has to do some sort of deep sea diving and excavating to exactly. get to you. And the biggest problem I have with the experts is that they never made him explain why. Never. They never. They were therapizing Clara from top to bottom, but they never said, Ryan, what is the root of this? It's not making any sense. This is clearly more than just run-of-the-mill trust issues. There's something here, and they never went further. That, to me, was like, okay, so there's obviously something that they're uncomfortable with him sharing, or he's uncomfortable with sharing, and they're just letting it go because they never let any of the women's issues go, but they they never pressed him on it, and I wanted to know why. Why was he never made to explain? I agree. The only person that they even or the only time they even sort of held him accountable and it wasn't even this was then was when Dr. Viviana asked Clara if she thought that Ryan was maybe a virgin mm-hmm. and maybe he was being dishonest that was the only time that they pressed you can't even say that they pressed him because she asked no, Clara they didn't they pressed Clara about it as if Clara knows his whole history she just met the boy right <laughs> i yeah, you're absolutely right. There, there's I, something there. There's something there. And, and I, okay, the one thing I will say about Clara is that Clara also obviously has her own issues to where she's just like, it's just sex. And I understand, like, you, you can view certain sexual, you know, experiences that way. But when you're dealing with someone who clearly has intimacy issues you pick going around saying to me it's just sex is i'm just i'm like girl that's not going to get you where you're going to go any quicker mm-hmm. yeah it seemed very like they had established like there were conversations had off camera and ryan did kind of allude to that like yeah our communication style off camera is very different from what you saw on the show and that's fine but it just (laughs) seems like there were probably conversations where ryan just told clara like hey i'm not gonna do xyz and you can deal with it or not and she chose to deal with it and she chooses to avoid conversations because he doesn't want to talk about them and that's not a healthy dynamic it's not and i just i also feel like 
they're still the problems they had during the show are still very evident to me during the sit down mm-hmm. because when Kevin is like, so you've talked about kids, you've talked about all this, and like, well, I mean, we don't want to have kids for some years, so we we'll, right. we'll get, we'll basically we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? That what? Makes no sense. It makes no sense. They're like, oh, well, we're just trying to figure it out on a, you know between each other before we bring kids to it, and it's like, well, I don't know, like. How many conversations do you need to have about this? I really? Mean, it, like, it, to me, it's pretty much you want kids. Okay, you want them to be religious, and I don't. So where do we go from here? Yeah. And there are only a few options after that. It, uh, right. If, if y'all aren't willing to make concessions on either side, then <laughs> there's really only one option. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not an easy conversation, but like you said, there are only so many ways it can go. So figure it out. <laughs> like, just figure <laughs> it out. It's, and it's, yeah, there's a lot of gray area. Obviously, you have feelings attached. But then again, you have to remember, like, y'all just met. And also, the, the chemistry is not popping off the screen. We're not, we're not like, well, I understand. There's just so, they're not, you're not fucking. So there's no, you know, mental, you know, entanglements wrapped up in that. So right. I, I, I'm not understanding. Lindsay, when they announced that they're going to be doing some sort of second wedding vow renewal yeah. situation, but had not said <laughs> I love you to each other. I was screaming. What, I was screaming. What, <laughs> I turned that? my head and just screamed into my pillow. Because <laughs> I couldn't even comprehend i couldn't fathom the thought how 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 are you gonna do that what do you mean i understand that you i understand why you're doing this covid not everybody was there you want to make it a big party for as many people as can be there sure do you love her or not? Like, like, what do you mean? But you know what? This shouldn't come as a shock. Because this whole time, Clara was like, he won't have sex with me. And he won't say I love you. Yet she was moving her stuff in. Yeah, yeah. So this this yep. is like par for the course for them. Look, Ryan has his issues, but so does Clara. Because mm-hmm. if, if you would not catch me moving my things in, and I still haven't gotten, I, and I love you. Right. Not even a promise of it. Not even, like, getting closer. He's like, well, I could tell. No, no, no. That's not what I, you asked for, Clara. You wanted the verbal confirmation, and he hadn't given it to you. And I'm sorry. I know they, they, they tried to be all coy. They have not fucked. And I'm, I'm standing by that. Thank you. Thank you. I don't think they have either. If he hadn't I... said I love you, they definitely hadn't slept together. I agree. The, okay, so when he... Ryan... Okay, so they, we get to the love conversation. I'm just, like, so overwhelmed. Like, we, <laughs> we get to the love conversation. Kevin's like, what the fuck? Y'all are about to have a vow renewal, and you haven't said I love you. So then Kevin point blank says, do you love her? Do you love her? And he looks at Clara and says, I think I do. Uh, mm. <laughs> I would have been like, oh. And she's like, really? I'm like, right. 
Girl. <laughs> she don't love herself. Like, no. what? I think. <laughs> Dog, you better think. I... I'd be like, Mishka, girl, I don't know if I can bring all your toys inside here. Like, we're just going to keep a bag in the in the back of the trunk. Like, I don't know what's happening here, Have girl. Have a go bag. Like, right? <laughs> <laughs> girl, like, what do you mean? I think what I love you. Mean? And she ate that shit up like a Sunday yes. dinner. Yes, and that is how I know. Oh, they've not done. they The steps that they're claiming to have taken, they've taken none of them. And she's saying that he does all these acts of service that lets her know that he does really love her, like filling up her car with gas. And um, and that was like the only example that she gave us. Okay. (laughs) You take Mishka out in the morning. Okay. Cool. Like, what like what do you uh, girl and she said some things when the ladies all got together that i'm gonna point to later but oh, i yeah. cannot believe that she sat there and got so giddy over i think i love you i cannot believe that and i feel like there was one point where i think kevin asked her hey so when did you when did you know when did you know you know when when did your your she was i think she was saying like my mind eased and i was so afraid that somebody wouldn't love me but my mind was eased when I got that letter before the wedding. And I sat up and I said, I cocked my head to the side and I said, oh, really? Really? I remember it. Is that (laughs) you read that letter and you went off, you jumped out the window. Yeah. Your your mood went from, oh, I'm kind of nervous to absolute Tasmanian devil. (laughs) She she fucking spiraled. And also- spiraled the fuck out. Right. And also oh, the entire my hair, my makeup, my dress, my dress is too short. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> right. And also the entire rest of the season, she's talking about how I don't think he's there emotionally. So mm-hmm. what which part of your feelings were eased by that cuz I don't see it. I don't see it. And I I'm always interested to understand the thought process behind people who are filmed. They're being filmed. Everything is documented. Yet, when they're talking in front of someone who's asking them point blank, hey, so how are things going? And she's, they're like, we're great. It's 10 out of 10. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't either. For me, I would be so aware of those cameras that, like, the thought of being caught up and just a flat-out lie like that would just have me shaking. Mm-hmm. So I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't... I would have to be completely honest. And I guess maybe she's just in denial. She didn't want it to be bad, so she made it not bad. White-knuckling it through this whole relationship. <laughs> and, like, okay, does she even like Ryan? That's what I'm saying. Like, where, where is it? What? I don't recall a time where they together. were. Yeah, I don't recall a time where they uh, laughed. No, like, no. Rihanna had a rapport where every every episode you would see something where they're like, okay, we see the chemistry. Yes. It's like a natural, easy. They get along. They are entertained by each other. You know, there's something there. 
I, I just don't recall ever seeing a moment where that happened. Recall. Honestly, they had about as, to me, they had about as much chemistry as Jacob and Haley. Yep. I just didn't see it. I didn't see just like the, a moment of just carefree, enjoying each other's company. I just didn't see it. I agree. I fully agree. <sighs> All right. Any final thoughts from them? <laughs> no. Kara, dye your hair. Clara, dye your hair. Sorry. Kara, Clara, so close. <laughs> Dye your hair, girl. <laughs> Let's move on to Brianna and Vincent. I have to say, I did not like Vincent's full head of hair. No. I don't I like it. Nice. Uh-uh. Wear the clippers. Get to it. Yeah. Like it. At first, Bro, I thought it was fake. Gorgeous. <laughs> she looked beautiful. Her hair was on point. Her dress was really I cute. I liked her dress, too. Super cute. She she really, you know, most improved. Most improved. I would say her fashion's been pretty good. She, yeah. I did say, had, the, had the, best the best wedding dress. Best wedding dress, yes. She had the best yeah. wedding dress. She, she, she knows when to bring in. I thought she looked incredible. Really cute. Really, really cute. Um, I really didn't have a lot of notes about them. Um, she moved into his apartment. Um... It's in a nice area of Atlanta called Buckhead. It's like one of the like trendiest, wealthiest areas of Atlanta. But mm-hmm. she had already been living in that neighborhood. So, okay, she just moved into his apartment. Um, she says that she's had to let go of some things. Like, he'll leave dirty dishes in the sink. And, you know, maybe he won't make the bed. And so she's learned to let go of those things. But also Vincent is, you know, transitioning into putting dishes in the dishwasher. <laughs> And <laughs> please, you are grown. You can do that. Right. It's not hard. Uh, Rihanna mentioned that now she's kind of the one that wants to have a baby sooner rather I, than I, I noticed that. That was interesting. Very interesting. Um and you know, Vincent says that he has come around on Brianna being bossy. We'll, we'll see about that. We'll um, see about that. <laughs> So Kevin asks Vincent about his temper tantrums and being overly sensitive. And he, Vincent basically says that he has anxiety. And, but what it more seemed like, and he did say this, that he was very concerned about how he was going to come off on television. And he just wanted to be perfect. And he would just be on high alert the entire time. Yeah. He did not want anybody to see any sort of flaws. And he said, you know, there are millions of people who are going to be watching me. And I'm like, oh, I don't know about millions, but I feel you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but (laughs) I don't know what those ratings are looking like, but I don't know if it's in the millions. Um, Then we just had to see, watch this like stupid, never before seen footage of Vincent doing some sort of clearly produced uh, boot camp in their living room. Mm -hmm. And then they did an English to Spanish translation game, which was like, okay. <laughs> they're, they're, they, I'm glad they have chemistry, but they're not entertaining people to watch like a Woody and Amada. I mean, I'm just going to say, I'm going to just use them as an example every time because they're just so incredible that you can't, you can't not. Yeah. yeah. But they just don't have, you know, not every, not every couple's TV ready and that's fine. That's fine. That's, That's fine. fine. Especially if he was so aware of the cameras, like it wasn't ever going to happen for him. Right. 
Right. So, you know, maybe we'll get Champagne Vinny back. The good one, not the one who <laughs> um, threatens to move out when mm-hmm. someone spills on his shirt. So, um, so then we get to the section with the ladies. Um, and I feel like we're not going to get a section with all the husbands. You think? No, I don't think. I, I, why? I why? don't like that. None of them like each other, so <laughs> I don't. Um, they, yeah, I don't want that. Um, I thought it was so funny and so shady that the first thing that Kevin says is, "Welcome, ladies. You got married. You got a husband. Well, some of you got husbands." And then oh. the camera pans right to Paige. <laughs> like, damn! Not hey. even to Haley. <laughs> Can we give Paige a break? <laughs> oh, God. She took, God. A, she took a real beating. Uh, we'll get there, but damn, we she took a beating. Get there, girl. Um, they say that they all have a really close bond with each other, and Virginia tells the truth, and is like, you know, that was one of the great uh, benefits of this whole thing. Like, yeah, also my marriage, but them. Them. Mostly them, because I like them a lot more than I like Eric. I like Eric. Let's be real. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, honestly, I enjoyed watching all of them and their energies together. I said, I could have watched y'all hang out way more than we got. Way more. Way more. I liked that flashback scene of them mm-hmm. when they all met and Paige talking about eating ass and lingerie. <laughs> and... I'm like, y'all should have sent the cameras to Mexico. Right. I would have loved to see that. Loved. Um, then... We sort of get into Haley and Jacob, where Haley admits what everybody assumed, which was basically she was willing to give this a go until they had sex. The sex mm-hmm. was bad. And then she was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Loved, Loved it. it. Um, Loved it. Because if there's one person I hate, <laughs> it's Jacob. Jacob? Yeah. Can't stand um, him. Kevin Kevin says you know from a fan standpoint it did kind of look like you thought the sex was horrible and you were out and Haley starts to laugh and is like I don't think I should talk about this because it's not (laughs) gonna go anywhere good so (laughs) well what happened girl it needed to be said Mention it all, girl. What did he do? What did he not do? Do you think that it's he has a small penis? Because I know his stroke game is trash. Oh, duh. You don't have to tell me that. But do you think (laughs) he also has a small penis in addition to that? I I don't know if it's small. I think it's just on the the smaller side of average, maybe. Mm, um, I think that he... You know what I think he does? I think that he works out so much and so he thinks just by having a buff body that really you know compensates for all of his shortcomings yeah his lack of rhythm is <laughs> probably smaller than average dick mm-hmm. so i don't think he put in much effort and i and i'm yeah. gonna go ahead and say that he is not a giver I, I was just about to say, like, nothing about Jacob would lead you to believe that he knows anything about a woman's body that, that has anything to do with him, that has nothing to do with him getting pleasure. Like, I don't think he... No, absolutely no, not. Nothing. Nothing. 
Absolutely not. The way that he acted over that hideous bracelet, I said, oh, you you cannot fuck. (laughs) That's clear. (laughs) Yes. Because, I mean, big dick energy is a thing. And it's not necessarily indicative of a big dick. It's just, you know, like wealth whispers. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like when you have it, you don't need to brag about it. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have it, it shows through everything that you do. And And this is a deeply insecure man who does not know how to fuck. No, he just doesn't know. And honestly, none of the guys this season had any ounce of big dick energy. Like not even, not one ounce. No. So Jacob, oof. (laughs) Oof. I could, I would venture to guess that Eric will go down on a woman for 15 to 25 seconds. <laughs> and it won't be good, but he'll it do it. It won't be good, <laughs> but he'll do it. He'll do it. Um, yeah. Oh, I loved that. I loved that. Um, you know what? I will give Vincent, he'll go down for a while. I'll give yeah. you that. Yes. Yeah. He seems like he would be much more of a giver than anyone else here. Oh, for sure. For sure. And he'll, he's real corny with it. You can tell, too. Like, it's always, like, a 112 playing in the background. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's so lame, but he tries. He oh, tries. God. <laughs> um, so, all the other ladies basically admit that they... Had no idea why Jacob and Haley were matched. They're like, your guess is as good as ours, girl. Like, didn't see it, never saw it. Polar opposites and not even in an opposites of track way. Didn't get it. Didn't get it at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> Haley is a sorority bitch, okay? Her, yeah. her dating pool, the guys that she likes, the guys that she was around were fraternity type or fraternity adjacent men. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jacob is not that. Not that at all. She wants all. She definitely had a problem with his age. Yes. Which I get, but he didn't help. Exactly. Like he made himself seem even older than 38. Mm -hmm. Like he was really whack. Um, And I understand like, look, I'm a girl who likes a sporty guy and just because you lift weights doesn't make you athletic or sporty and that is the clearest example of a person who's not is if we're going to a batting cage and you're in (laughs) jeans and boots (laughs) not even a basketball short not a tennis shoe no you're in jeans and dress shoes yes there are work there are athletes and there are gym rats. Yes. A gym rat, for sure. A gym rat. G- like, for sure. Like, he can't play basketball. No. He's not coordinated enough no, to play No, he can just grow his biceps, and that's it. Yes, exactly. Um, my friend <laughs> tweet, or texted me in the group chat and was like, why do you think... Uh, Jacob refuses to wear like the actual suit pants with his blazers. <laughs> I said, honestly, <laughs> like, I think he needs a tougher, more durable fabric for those thighs. Like, I don't think they can handle a soft material, honestly. Okay. Um, um, and I, he is a person who 
is not dirt to me there are two body types for men and there's like the classic you know inverted triangle and then there are men unfortunately who have a pear shape mm-hmm. and jacob is a person who naturally is a pear-shaped body mm. who is trying to work that out and not come across very pear-shaped but then okay. when you have that you have thicker you have thicker trunk you have a thicker bottom yes and he has he has a skinnier shoulder so that's to me is a dead giveaway mm-hmm. <laughs> the dead giveaway. so <laughs> when you have when you have a thicker bottom it's hard to find pants and i think i mean your assumption might be right <laughs> he he knows that those those the soft silk blends are not gonna work um i will say that he does benefit from a beard yes very much i will say that he looks not much but very much it it pushes me us in the right direction okay (laughs) um talk to me about why you hate jacob so much okay well this is this is me being a bitch which i am but i do not i have never gotten along with nerdy energy i just never connected with nerdy Uh energy and there's a difference to me there's a difference between like being a nerd and being a dork you can be dorky everyone has dorky moments but being a nerd we have we've never connected me and nerds we just never connected and jacob to his marrow is a nerd he doesn't (laughs) have a sense of humor yeah I don't think people with an extremely dry sense of humor are funny. I just think that that's a cop-out. Like, okay, you said it flatly. That's supposed to make me harumph. No. <laughs> and, and I just, he, he had a little too much dip on his chip because he's a gym rat. He thought, oh, well, I'm, I'm fit. I'm tall-ish. Mm-hmm. C- come to Papa, ladies. And I'm just like... You've got to be joking. I mean, like, no shade to his friends, but we saw those, like, three Dungeons and Dragons heads that he hangs out with. It's, like, no no shit. We saw who he associated with. And that's, I mean, look, I'm judgmental. I'll say it. Those those friends were never going to integrate with Haley at all. Never. (laughs) Never. It It told me everything I need to know about Jacob. Yeah. I said, oh, okay, like you are a nerd nerd. You're not even like just like the nerdiest guy in the quote unquote cool group. No, you are a full blown. Yeah, and he thinks he's like the Zach Morris. Mm-hmm. And I'm using that 80s reference for obvious reasons but, um, <laughs> of his group. That. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely like one of the better looking guys at like uh Comic Con. Yes, like oh, he probably cleans up, but yeah. when you when you put someone like Haley, who is you know <laughs> wearing Nordstrom's finest, it's just mm-hmm. not. Because <laughs> to me, <laughs> Haley is a sorority girl who, and there's like it's deep within her too, like it's in her marrow. When you see a girl, a white woman with the the fedora perched on the back of her head and not on top of her head <laughs> it's it's embedded into her <laughs> there's no changing it yeah she wants and needs and probably deserves a guy who will still wear his like alma mater's uh polo shirt and those you know glasses with the chain the like rubber chain 
Um, yes. Who still has, like, like the, the Justin Bieber, you know, bang, the swish. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Okay. Look, I'm from Texas, and we got some, we got some fuck shit around here, but Georgia... Mississippi, all the Alabama, those white boys there, they love a, a, a bang. And I girl. don't understand why. You don't have to tell me, girl. Like, this was just, like, watching my backyard, you know? Like, yeah. everything I grew up with, like, as a girl, you know, raised in suburban Atlanta. Like, I mean, yeah. I know the type of, type of guy that she wants. And honestly, if she needs some numbers, I can give her several... <laughs> Guys right? that I went to high school with, like she, she can have that. Yeah, <laughs> because I had a friend who moved to uh, Lagrange, like a city right outside of Atlanta, yeah. in high school. So I went to visit her, and mm-hmm. I just was like, "Wait, okay, so I, I've seen some some white hairstyles, but my God, <laughs> <laughs> like oh. the preppy obsession is to another level." Yeah. She wants a ship. Yes, she does. She wants, she wants a Southern Charm cast member. She wants a ship. She wants an Austin. She wants a Craig. Austin definitely and wants an Austin. That just wasn't going to be Jacob. No, never, never, never that. Never. never. That. Um, uh, I love that. That's so funny. Um, what happens after that? Oh, so Kevin asks if Haley and Jacob have spoken since decision day. And she's like, oh, no, we have not seen each other. We haven't spoken. And also Jacob has blocked me on all social media. So. <laughs> like, are you hurt, bro? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Tell me you have a fragile ego without telling me you have a fragile ego. Like, like come on. Block her on all social media. She, Come on. Come on. Or as, if, as if she was going to contact you. Right. Like, like, as if she was just clamoring to get to you. Thank you. Like, first of all, the ego that you think that, like, she was trying to fuck with you anyway when she made it very clear that she isn't interested like, and doesn't really want to maintain a relationship or a friendship with you, and you have to block her at your big age. Like, <laughs> grow up, you weirdo. And I'm, I'm clearly a personal thing for me, but, like, dude, grow up. Like, you, it's a joke. Grow the fuck up. Um, let me move on before I say too much. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> I can go in. I can get mean about Jacob, and I won't do that. Uh, um, so then Kevin asked some questions about how uh, the married women balance social life and their independence with being married now. And um, this is what I thought was interesting that Clara said uh, that. Well, Brianna said that she likes to go out more than Vincent, but Vincent's like, chill about it. He doesn't care. Um, Virginia tried to say the same thing, but we all know that's not the truth. Um, then Clara said that she and Ryan are both looking forward to COVID being over because she's a flight attendant. So when she's not working, it's like they're on top of each other, which I think is interesting because he's got a whole house. Hmm? It like, how, why are you guys on top of each other if he has a whole house? Um, then she says, if it gets to be too much, she'll just pick up a shift at work and just be gone for two days. <laughs> like, oh, well, that's kind of an extreme uh-huh. way to separate yourself from somebody. I thought right? that was extremely interesting. Yeah. And, way, and very telling of, of, like, the inner workings that they're trying to cover up. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's, there's just no, no. It's fine to need a break from your partner, especially in these unprecedented mm-hmm. times. It's fine, but getting like going to work <laughs> is one thing, but <laughs> when your job includes you being gone and traveling. And that's your means of taking a break from your relationship. That's telling. I thought. It says it all. Yeah. It says it all. And it's like, okay, to me, that is normal for, you know, a couple who's been together for five years. And it's like, look, I love you, but I need my space. Yeah. Y'all haven't even hit a year yet. Or maybe they have. I don't know. Maybe, no, maybe it's months. Six months. Yeah. And um, you're already like, oh, I just hop on the plane and leave. I'm like, (laughs) okay, so you're telling on yourself right now. You're telling on yourself. Right. Because it's not even like she's going to be in meetings all day, like, or whatever. Like, she can't talk to you. She's flying the friendly skies. Mm -hmm. It's like completely out of communication with each other. I thought that was, mm. Okay. Like, so no, no, no honeymoon, no honeymoon period. Interesting. Right. Right. Very interesting. So then Kevin asks Paige how she felt about seeing the other relationships go well when hers was shit. <laughs> that was low down. <laughs> he had to do her like that. He didn't. He didn't. <laughs> Something else. Where I was like, damn, you did not have to do her like that. Right. And I, I think you know what I'm talking about. Right. Like, uh, you may as well just ask her, like, how long does it take you to take the clown makeup off of your face every night? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Paige. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> it's heartbreaking to watch Paige. It's so sad. And somebody, uh, she does her usual spiel, spiel about, you know, I came to this situation ready to be married and, you know, I um, was so prepared for this and maybe I was too focused on the relationship and the idea of marriage. And then she says, my wedding day was like a wedding and a funeral at the same time. Let's expand on that page. Why did we, why have we not, we got less interaction with like friends and family this time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see those girls. She had a bridesmaids, the ones that Chris spoke to and said that Paige is good on paper, but he's not necessarily attracted to her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see a scene with them talking to her. They, I think that Paige and Chris were like, Chris was so, I don't know, just so toxic. I don't know. I feel like they were like, let's, let's put the lid on them for a minute. Because they're they're taking up the entire the entirety of the whole season, and I just feel like they probably wanted to limit the amount of stuff that we saw fair. on Paige and Chris, which I don't think is fair. But okay, um, I mean that interaction with Pastor Dwight that we'll get to in a minute Ooh. was Woo! enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow, uh, so, so unnecessary. Sooh, girl. Kevin asks the women how they feel, how, how they felt about what Paige went through. And Haley says she felt sad for her because coming into this, she felt like Paige was the one who wanted this the most and wanted it to work the most. And then Kevin asks what advice a woman would try to give to Paige. And Brianna says, 
Well, I tried to tell Paige to call Chris out on his bullshit as he said it, as it came out of his mouth. But, you know, and also I tried to tell her to choose herself through all of this. And Virginia says, girl, Paige is much stronger than I am. I would have been out in Vegas. Um, And we were also trying to make her come to her own conclusions and make decisions by herself without trying to force her into the situation. And I wonder, was that because production told you to, or was that uh, like, mean, a decision that you made because, yeah. okay, we're, I'm going to, I'm going to like with summer house and the season before this most current season, mm-hmm. Paige and Amanda were acting like, any two friends who are hearing the end and the brunt of all this bullshit about this guy that their friend is pretending not to be in love with, mm-hmm. but clearly is. And so they're like, bitch, wake the fuck up. But they right. just won't. And I, we've all been in that situation. Yes. <laughs> we've all been in that situation. So I feel like, and it's hard, it's hard for me to, um, recognize in those moments happening so I think the older I get obviously I was oh I was that bitch I was like I was ready to be the fucking guard dog a bulldog and then you realize like it's not worth it because they're not going to listen anyway and so maybe since these women are older they've already been through it they're like it ain't going to change nothing so Mm -hmm. it could be a little of both it could be production and it could also be like I'm not interested yeah. She won't listen anyway. If she's not getting it from literally him saying you're ugly, then I don't know what I'm going to say. Right. <laughs> I mean, Haley, we do see Haley defend Paige a little bit and say, you know, it wasn't always her coming back to Chris. Like, Chris was doing a lot of the, he was doing the most. He was trying mm-hmm. to convince her and pursue her. And Clara Which said, was. Yes. Clara also makes a somewhat fair point of, Chris has been engaged twice before. He knows what to say to women. Mm-hmm. He knows how to get them back. He knows how to manipulate them. And, you know, I can't really put that all on her. I'm just Clearly glad that we're all on the same page that he was manipulating her. I feel like mm-hmm. because that happens so often and people don't recognize it, but it was just so clear. I, I don't think I've ever seen a more in-depth and clear depiction of a person who just was like give 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 and then take away and then reel back in and then take away it just I couldn't believe what I was seeing master manipulator master up until the very end it wasn't even like a moment of it. it was like it wasn't like a day of it it was up until the very end yep terrible Terrible. So let's talk about Paige and Chris's segment. Oh. <laughs> God. Um, the first question that Kevin asks is, is have they seen each other since decision day? Of course, we had to know that, that was true. Um, Chris reveals that they went to counseling and attempt to reconcile. And then Kevin's like, did you guys move in together after decision day? And they try to say no. But then Kevin asked if they talked about moving in, and Paige says, yeah. And I was like, what? Right. He played the fuck out of you. Like, 
I mean, it was very clear that the only reason why Paige said no on decision day was because everybody was looking at her, Mm -hmm. like the experts were looking at her like, girl, (laughs) please don't do this. Like, you can't really have three, you know, educated professionals Mm -hmm. looking at you like you will have lost your mind if you say yes. And that's the only Only reason. reason. Because basically Viviana was like, no, I'm not leaving here until this bitch says she's not going to stay married. Right. (laughs) Like, that's pretty much what she said. I love that. (laughs) Viviana was like, undecided, like, you're going to leave. Right. It's not even a, oh, I'll stay married. Like, no, this is done. Right. Viviana's like, I have been sitting in this silk dress for (laughs) way longer than I wanted to. And now I got to put it on a second day. You're getting out of this marriage, girl. We're doing it. Come hell or high water. Um, So then they say they're not together at the moment. And then Chris says the reason why we're not together is because (laughs) he (laughs) uses third person. Uh The reason why we're not together is because Chris Williams II is immature and I'm not deserving of a woman of this caliber at this point. And it's like, okay, well, let's celebrate that. That's one right thing that you've said this entire season. And I'm like, he's doing it again. Yeah. Feeling her in again. Yep. Yep. And I, Paige honestly looked so beautiful that I was I like... Loved, I loved her dress. I loved the color. Her hair looked incredible. I was just like, okay, Paige. Like, you were already pretty, but you looked so good. Really pretty. Yeah. I mean, the fact that she had braids helped because... Yeah, I think I think it did a lot. Her wig game is... <laughs> I want to go there, but those wigs were funny. Ooh, they are <laughs> stressed, okay? <laughs> um, so then Kevin asked Chris if he would be with Paige if he could. And Chris says, well, if circumstances were different, then yes. But then... And then Kevin asks, what circumstances would have to be different? And Chris says, well, you know, I don't feel like that's a fair question to ask because... You know, I don't want to play mind games. Well, you're doing... It's literally what you're doing right now. Literally right now. Answer the question. <laughs> Why does that have to be a secret? Like, I don't... Because you don't want to be with her. You want to just jerk her around. Right. Right. I don't like Paige. Please. Please recognize what he's doing. Please, girl. I beg. He pretends like he's trying to protect her from something Mm -hmm. or like what he's doing makes sense and he's not trying to protect her and he's just talking in circles i i don't even uh, i don't even get what he's doing i don't get it i don't get the purpose of it i i think it truly is like it's then enters into wait so you're literally just doing this for your own sick pleasure like you're yeah. doing this because you like messing with this woman? That's that's so reprehensible. I can't even I can't even comprehend. Yeah, it's like a mixture of he doesn't want to come off as an asshole on television even though it's way too late for that. Way too late. <laughs> um and also just I, clearly there's some sort of cognitive dissonance happening within him. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Where he thinks that he's coming off much better than he is. Yeah. I mean, he could just be like, but 
every, you know, everyone, oh, he's a narcissist, he's this, he's that. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But there's clearly something in him that enjoys the, the, the games he's playing with her. He enjoys the making her feel like shit, but also reeling her back in. He enjoys that cat and mouse game. And yeah. I think he truly what... thinks that he is in control of his own narrative. Yes. And, and so laughable. he thinks he, he came in with all these, you know, this work that he's doing, his promising the work that he's doing. And I don't think he realizes that it's still coming across rehearsed and phony and no one believes you because you've been you've been saying this stuff throughout the season it's not like you're just now saying oh i'm immature i'm this like you've had those moments throughout the entire season yeah chris thinks he's smarter than he is and that's Mm -hmm. another problem (laughs) yeah he yeah he really thinks he's like convincing everybody and i mean Part of that is um, because Paige does keep coming back to him yes. with her dumbass. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, girl, God is totally busy. Make your own decision. <laughs> right. Um, I there's a lot of very questionable behavior out of Chris. I mean, not that I'm saying anything new here, but <laughs> what Paige, hasn't he done wrong? Truly. I mean, he tried to, like, shave that fuckboy hair off, but, you know. Didn't work. Honestly, made him look worse. Made him look worse. Made him look worse. And he um, loves, he loves uh, like, a, a double-breasted suit that just doesn't work for him. <laughs> yeah, it... At all. With the burgundy tie, with that... Yeah, like he just, he thinks that he is fucking killing it. And it he, is he always a mess. He's like, I'm going to have my little ankles kicked out, and y'all are going to get this serve. And it's not. <laughs> it's not. Okay? Um, so then Paige tries to put some of the onus and the responsibility on herself again. again. And she it's, kept doing it. And I was like, girl? She kept doing it. And I, it was feeling... <sighs> Like, in the beginning, when she was doing it in the season, it felt like, okay, this girl clearly has a lot of low self-esteem. But yeah. when she does it in front of Chris, it's almost like she, not almost, it's like she knows that he's going to pop off. Mm-hmm. And so the best thing to do is to try to, like, put some of the blame on her sure. because she knows where it's going to go if he feels like he's being ganged up on when what and really is happening is that people are because a person who truly no longer gives a fuck about someone else's feelings an abusive person's feelings towards them and whether they'll pop off would say it's on you it's all you yeah i had my mistakes but i wasn't the one stringing me along and playing this game it's you yeah but the yeah. fact that she cared said oh she's not done she's not done with it she hasn't made it out to the other side mhm Yep. And I'm like, Paige, please, please, Paige. Yeah, I I hated what she said. You know, I I think there's a lot of focus on Chris when this is a mutual thing. And I don't think either of us are meant for each other. And it's like, well, we'll never know because he never really gave you a chance. So I mean, we know. If this is his his behavior, it's, it's not. Paige, no. Right. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So then Kevin chooses violence and chaos. And he says, Well, we're filming this reunion, and uh, you guys haven't oh. seen all the episodes yet. So, uh, Chris, I'm just going to show Paige something, and I want you to be able to look her right in the face and explain what it is that you meant. And then they show that clip of Pastor Cal and Chris having this conversation oh about Chris not being attracted to Paige. They do a whole picture in picture so you can see Paige try not to cry and she's sucking in her cheeks to like stop that expression and Chris is going on and on about how you know um you know it was about the face it was about Paige's face and Atlanta has so many beautiful black queens and beautiful white queens queens and beautiful Hispanic queens and I just feel like out of the millions of people y'all picked, you know, you had to pick the one that was just like, ugh. When he, I, watching that again, I was just astounded with the the level of entitlement. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, there's, I just know that there's no way that Chris doesn't have a mirror or doesn't <laughs> know what he looks like. There's just I, no way. I, and with the way he acts, he has to know he's ugly. He has to know this. He has to know that he looks like a Super Bowl meatball in the face. He has to know that. <laughs> How do you not know yeah, that? Just like for you to list off, oh, black queens, white queens, Hispanic. Like it's like you. No, I couldn't even give you an, a dog to adopt because I don't want to subject that dog. To looking at your face. Right. And living in your space. I can't. And he feels entitled to everyone and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what you look like? The nerve. The nerve of him to say that Paige was ugly in the face. I said, if this ain't projecting, I don't know what is. Do you remember when they were on the honeymoon and he was, it was their wedding night. And he was like, oh, I need to take this shirt off because I have a really broad chest. And he takes a shirt off to reveal that he has the chest of a (laughs) 15-year-old. Like, (laughs) what do you see, my guy? What do you see when you look in the mirror? Okay, so I went to school 
for a year in New York, I went to St. John's and I had this suite mate. We had the, it was a huge, in St. John's they had these huge suites where it's like you have a single room and then you have a triple room. Uh-huh. Luckily I got the single, but there was another girl on the other side of the hall uh-huh. who was in one of the rooms. And I mean, she wasn't a cute girl. We're gonna, we, can, we can be honest here. She wasn't that cute, but her confidence was off the charts to the, to, you know, to, but people who understand and realize you knew that this girl knew that she wasn't that cute. Mm-hmm. And so by her actions, and it was, it's very similar to Chris, where she would talk herself up and be like, ooh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. And I'm like, okay, but like a real confident person doesn't have to say all of this. And so yeah. Chris being like, ooh, my chest is just so broad. I got to take this off. It's like, yeah, a normal person would be making, they would say something like that if they're making fun of themselves or, you know, being self-deprecating and being sarcastic, but he truly meant that. Yeah. And so it made me realize, like, oh, he, he knows he's not cute. He knows. Yeah. And his, in his mind, the only way to convince everyone and himself is to give qualifiers and be like, no, it is broad. I'm going to make you, I'm going to say it, and it's going to become true. And that's not how it works. (laughs) That's just not how it works. And you know that somebody probably said, like, oh, you little bird-chested bitch, you know, when they broke up with him. (laughs) And and you know he's trying to get the head of the story. Oh, absolutely. It's clear that, like, he is one of those dudes in Atlanta who thinks that to live in Atlanta, to be a black entrepreneur in Atlanta means that you've made it. And that clearly he knows that he looks like ground beef. And so he tries to offset that by getting what he believes to be like the baddest bitch on his arm because he always is using this term power couple. Yeah, it's like, like, I want to have tailored Steve Harvey suits and I want to have a girl (laughs) who looks like an IG model. And, oh, you know, like, that's, you know. I'm I'm actually spiraling because you've thrown out Steve Harvey and uh, it's never even occurred to me. Holy shit. (laughs) You know he lives by think like a a woman, act like a man, or whatever that bullshit book he wrote is. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, Kara, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That is his style icon. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I always say that people, usually you ask someone, oh, who's your celebrity crush? Like, who's your, you know, girls? You go, oh, who's your celebrity girl crush? You go, guys. Who? And people will usually give you someone that is, like, the highest, most elevated version of themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's saying Steve Harvey. I'm like, wow, um, that's clearly what he's doing. Yeah. That's clearly what he's doing. Uh, for the white people that listen to this podcast, Chris is also a Rock Nation brunch guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and this, let me explain what this is to you guys. <laughs> so before the COVID, Jay-Z used to have these, like, Rock Nation brunches where he would have, like, the Kevin Hart's. And, like, the movers and shakers in, you know, the black celebrity world. And there'd always be just, like, a bunch of cigars and Doucet. And there's this, like, infamous uh, video where 
Kevin Hart is like talking to all about all these men about how like well we're we're the kings and you guys need to make your own future and how are you writing your own story and I'm gonna leave you with this it's all this like fake philosophical bullshit of you know people who are wealthy who feel like they can tell people who are not wealthy how to just like just live your best life you know uh we all have the same 24 hours in a day and so there are these jokes on the internet about how like the there's guys like chris who will say i if i had the choice of getting a hundred thousand dollars free and clear and having a summit with jay-z that i would choose a summit with jay-z because he's some like wise whatever and he is that is a rock nation brunch personality like (laughs) i hate chris you're so right i honestly wow He would you die. know you know he said that. Yes. You no, know he saw the discourse on Twitter and he said it. He said that shit. Wow. Ugh, I, I can't stand his ass. I really can't. Stand him. So they have to get Paige's reaction to her just being like every bit of her whatever is left of her self-esteem being destroyed by having to watch. Uh, this ugly ass man call her ugly Miss Steely basically she's so Um, beautiful the nerve she's so so beautiful it disgusts me it the nerve the nerve of this man so Paige says you know it broke my spirit you know it's devastating nobody wants to hear that they're undesirable by their partner okay he's not your partner but okay fine um but okay and then kevin turns to chris and says you know there are going to be a lot of women especially black women who were upset by what you said so what would you say to Paige's family about the things that were said about her on the show especially in the later parts of the season so chris says he wants to repent to everybody church words um for the negative comments that he made that were physical in nature and did he say that he did apologize to her family or he wants to? He wants to. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I heard that he did and I'm like, that can't be right. No, no, no. no. I, I heard that he wants to. I want to apologize okay. to her family. I said, okay, so you have it. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. So um, then he says that it, what he said was ugly. It was pure arrogance. He's embarrassed by it. He calls Paige a valuable queen that he's undeserving of. And <laughs> I have a, I have a huge problem with men calling like black men calling black women black queens. Like it really grinds my gears and it, it tells yeah. me everything I need to know. Don't call me a queen. Don't you dare. Because honestly, you're the same person who will call me a fee like females. You're yep. the same type of guy. You're the same guy who will, if as soon as you're rejected nicely mm-hmm. by a woman, you're, yep. oh, you're a fat, ugly bitch. Nobody uh, wants your uh, ass anyway. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck you, bitch. You know, all that stuff. All yeah. that stuff. It's the same with oh, uh, girl dads, black queen. Like, <laughs> it's all the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the same guy. Yep. Um, so then Kevin says to Chris and he's being shady but Chris thinks he's giving him a compliment and he says you know I have to say that you have some um 
interesting answers and it feels like you have some great media training and Chris is like thank you thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much and so then Kevin asks Paige if she regrets being intimate with Chris on so many occasions and she says yeah but again she says that's on both of them and they should have just waited and so Kevin's like okay well why did y'all keep having sex when things were rocky Chris whispers no sex talk please and to Paige and then Kevin Mm -hmm. says well I'm not trying to be disrespectful but I'm just asking because I'm also a fan of the show and Paige says I would rather not talk about it because I want to be respectful to myself and my family and I want to end this on a good note and not have any more conversations about why my decisions were the way they were (laughs) I was like wait a minute (laughs) wait a minute she got a little aggressive with that and Uh I'm thinking what uh what happened Paige Uh uh-huh what happened at home (laughs) (laughs) I mean like what did you think he was gonna add like this is a reunion like everyone wants to know that because it's so obvious so clear everyone wants to know why 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 when that man told you that you were good on paper that you're not feeling he's not feeling an attraction why would you sleep with him that night and Mm -hmm. also several days in a row after that well, Why I think we know the answer. I think it's a clear answer as well. It's like, well, obviously she has low self-esteem. She has low self-worth. And so she maybe thought, oh, if I, you know, satisfy him in the bedroom, then maybe I can change his mind kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, I understand. That's embarrassing. It's an embarrassing uh, thought to have, to rewatch. I understand yeah. that. Yeah. But again, every, I mean, everyone saw it. So everyone wants to know. Yeah. It's and the fact that she didn't issue. have an answer prepared i would have come if i if all of my dirty laundry was aired out do you know i would have come in here like chris i would have had stock answers for everything mm-hmm. <laughs> we would i would have been like with a high-powered lawyer like what they do before you get onto the stand is like they do a little bit of coaching first they give yes. you some practice questions that you can anticipate the other side asking like let's just get ahead of this Let's do it. Let's get ahead of it. And honestly, she would have still, like, she didn't come off looking bad, but it's like, it would have made, it would ease my peace of mind if Paige was like, yeah, I obviously felt like, okay, well, if he doesn't like my looks, maybe he'll start liking me through my body. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, it would, it would, you know, show a little more self-awareness, you know, introspection, and growth. And the fact that Paige is like, I just don't want to talk about it. I'm like, okay, so there's, there's been no reflection. Yep. Just say, like, you know, I knew something wasn't right. We weren't clicking because she has said as much, but she really never gets deep into the yeah. aspect of she felt something was weird from the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I was doing my wifely duties or mm-hmm. I felt like kind of like a Haley and Jacob situation. Yeah. Okay, maybe this isn't working with our clothes on. Maybe we can see if something's working on a physical level and then yeah. build chemistry from there. Like, it's tough to say, but... And I... Because I, you could always say, like, oh, people are so toxic, but, you know, and their sex is off the charts. But it's like, we know that they didn't have that. So that's not it. Yeah. 
I yeah. don't think they had just raw sexual chemistry. They couldn't, like, no. They don't have that. No. No. And I don't necessarily think that Chris was unattracted to Paige. I think that Chris didn't... Chris is obviously colorist. We all mm-hmm. know that Paige is a darker-skinned black woman, so... Chris being colorist and elitist and thinking that he deserves the fucking moon and beyond the world, mm-hmm. he's going to and <laughs> being a rock nation obsessed freak, he's going to th- see that his ideal woman is a light bright with, you know, a big ass and late edges or real, real hair, good girl, good hair. Mm-hmm. And I, yep. Paige didn't fit that, those qualifications. And so I, do, I think that it was more that. Because Paige, you cannot sit there and look at Paige and say, you're ugly. That's just not, she's not. Yeah. But if I, you I, have, if you're looking for, you know, Beyonce, and you're looking for biracial, Paige is not going to fit that mold. Not at all. Not at all. So I just, I think that it was more that he's colorist and he had this idea of who he wanted to be with and Paige obviously didn't fit the mold. And so he almost was like punishing her for that, for being paired up with him. Yep. Yep. And wanting to batter her self-esteem. Like he felt like he had the right to to make her feel ashamed. Yeah. You know, like if somebody found his Twitter or something that he oh. there would have been a lot of comments that he oh. made. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not even gonna get into it, but um, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Because there, and he's definitely the type of person who has a past where it it'd be it'd be a real oh boy. That's that is mm-hmm. a la wrist. Yep. <laughs> you know he has that pass. Yep. And he clearly it's his present because of the way he treated Paige and mm-hmm. what he expected. Ah, oh, Jesus help us. So Chris Kevin turns to Chris and says, So when did you find out about Mercedes being pregnant? And then and then Chris and Kevin look at each other like that gif of, you know, Diddy looking at that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Staring back and forth at each other. Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Is this what we're doing? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, we're going there. We're going straight there. <laughs> so Chris claims that he found out after the wedding day about Mercedes being pregnant. And he never would have gotten married or walked down the aisle had he known that. So let's just, let's talk about this. Okay. You guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going into a potentially problematic space here because yes. it involves a pregnancy, a miscarriage. We're just working with the information that we got. Well, I've been problematic this entire time. I called my old college roommate not cute. So I'm, I'm prepared. <laughs> but I don't think it's unfair because Paige does mention or did mention in her conversation with Pastor Dwight that she did not even really believe that Mercedes was ever pregnant. And I think that that, to me, it it points out, Paige, you have, you're extremely smart. Your gut feeling was telling you something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And so if Paige's gut 
was saying, I don't even believe it's true. I believe, I believe Paige. I believe Paige. I think it's, I think it's not unfair to say. It's not. That if, if Chris was in a situation where he genuinely wanted to get back together with Paige and he had found out that Mercedes had her, had a miscarriage prior to them filming Decision Day. If he really wanted to get back together with Paige, that is a conversation that he would have told her privately and they would have tried to get back on the right footing from there. You don't bring this up on Decision Day in front of everybody. I just thought that was really weird. And I also think if this woman is pregnant, that's going to be the first thing that I'm going to want to see. A right. sonogram. Uh, right. I'm going to want to hear about the appointment. I'm going to want to hear about all of that. Right. And remember and that time when Paige said that. Remember that time when Paige said that Chris told her that they were having an appointment on a specific day, but then they ended up not going. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a few things that just feel very odd, and the only thing really personally that makes me feel like maybe it was true is that Mercedes even signed up to be on camera to begin with <laughs> because yeah. if she had been, I would have been like, Oh, this is bullshit. We never saw that. Here's this mysterious person. Mm-hmm. I don't, <sighs> I think I it's don't fair know. to have some questions. I yes. think it's fair. Yes. Because I don't yes. think it's out of the realm of possibility that Chris would maybe think oh well to get out of not liking Paige and what does he say the physical sense of things mm-hmm. then he could come up with but I just I just feel like this is also on the realm of people who fake cancer and I in my brain just just cannot compute right. doing that or thinking that way so yeah. But I still, when Paige, when we saw that clip of Paige again, I said, yes, that's right. Paige did question it. And yeah. now I'm like, well, yep, it's not yep. far-fetched. It's not far-fetched. And Chris another is thing, a liar. He is a liar. And he says whatever is convenient at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think even to take Paige out of the situation, if Mercedes had this... Uh, miscarriage I don't know like I just felt like that was a conversation that Paige and Chris needed to have off camera camera. out out of all the things even out of respect to Mercedes to be like you know that's her body and her miscarriage yeah why are you telling everybody everyone and dropping this quote-unquote bomb on everyone on camera it doesn't make any sense to me me either you know tries to care about other people's feelings I don't I just I wouldn't I wouldn't want to share that because it's not mine to share really yeah for a whole everyone to know because we and on top of that it'd be one thing if we never saw Mercedes but we met her yeah so you really are just telling her business yeah yeah I I I have a lot of questions (laughs) okay So then Kevin asks Chris if he was still in love with Mercedes. And Chris says, I don't think that's a fair question to ask with Paige around. Okay, so yes. Yeah, like, what do you mean? 
Do people not realize that when they refuse to answer certain questions, that that means the bad part and not the good part? I don't... They did it... I remember this so clearly on Housewives in New York reunion where Andy asked people who voted for Trump and it was clearly like everyone was like... I don't want to answer that. That's that's my personal business. Yeah. Know okay, the answer by you not answering. Right. <laughs> exactly. Like, just say yes. Just say yes. Just say yes. This isn't a good look either. Um, so then Kevin asks, okay, well, you know, it might be good to understand where your head is at so Paige can have a deeper understanding of what is going on. And Chris like he says that there were no other women on his mind uh, when he got married. Right. Kevin says, Chris, you bought a Mercedes for Mercedes. So does she still have that Mercedes? <laughs> <laughs> Chris says, well, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to answer that because, you know, I don't want to relive that moment with Paige. Like, okay. So I got repoed. Right. So I'm not taken away. Okay. I don't, why are you at the reunion? Do you neither of you know what a reunion is? You're gonna have to relive moments. That's like, the whole point. And for him to say, you know, a car is a car. What? Uh, right. You don't have. He doesn't have a Mercedes. He exactly. doesn't have a luxury. I think he may have had like an Acura or something. But you're well, talking about how. Wait a minute. Do we even know if he did buy her a Mercedes? True. Who's to, who's to confirm that he actually did buy that car? Right. I want to see the deed. I want to see a contract, see a lease agreement, because you know he leased it. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> I sure. yeah, I just have so many questions, and to act like this is the moment where he's trying to like save Paige from any sort of heartbreak, like too late, too, too late. late, too late. Um. Yeah, so Kevin was like, you could have got her, like, a Hyundai. I I love how black people talk about, like, the lesser car, and it's always a Hyundai. <laughs> always. You could have got her a Hyundai or something. <laughs> <laughs> why is it always Hyundai? I don't know why it cracks me up. Um, yeah, and then Chris says a car is just a car. But, again, it's like, okay, well, that's a better car than you even have for yourself. So, not really. Not really. Not really. Um, so then Kevin brings up the conversation that Paige had with Pastor Dwight. And Pastor Dwight read him for filth, but he was honest. Like, I don't really think Chris is ready for marriage. I met him, I've known him for years. And when we first met, he was engaged to somebody else. Um, <sighs> uh, you know, then that's the point where Paige says she thinks that Mercedes might not even be pregnant because she hadn't seen a test or anything. And Pastor Dwight says something about that. Like, you know, like I feel if you were to find out that Mercedes was pregnant, that that would be different. Like, I think Chris might come back to you if that happens, which was sort of a prediction, Mm -hmm. (laughs) an accurate one. And then Kevin asks Chris how he feels about that. And he's like, well, you know, I was more disappointed with Pastor Dwight. And he keeps talking about, like, the gatekeeping that needs to happen when you talk to somebody else's wife. Paige is not your wife. That is, I was screaming that the entire time. I said, wife? 
<laughs> you didn't even treat Paige like your wife. He didn't even treat her like uh, a girlfriend, a person he was dating, a person he respects. Wife, wife, Drake. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I could. The only time he wants to talk about respecting his wife is with regard to Pastor Dwight. Yes, that's the only time it comes up. He's mad at Pastor Dwight because Pastor Dwight came in and was messing up with his plan. He came in and went to Paige and he wasn't in on the manipulation and he was talking, he was trying to talk some sense into Paige. Yep. And that is the last thing that Chris wanted. Yep. Because Pastor Dwight told the truth, but all that Chris understands is Pastor Dwight threw me under the bus because called him a traitor. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. I. What? I mean, nothing Chris does is defensible. No. So why? I know why he expects people to defend him, but it it was. The fact that he told the truth, which Chris perceives as like a betrayal, but also a betrayal of their friendship. But really, it's just like, I lost my foot. (laughs) (laughs) It's that Chris was not there to control the situation. No, not exactly. And he's not in control of of what what Pastor Dwight was saying about him. Pastor Dwight basically... He doesn't like to be told about himself. He doesn't mm-hmm. like to be told about himself ever. And if he's and if you're talking to someone that he's trying to manipulate, I mean, obviously he's not going to like that because he's not there to combat it. And we saw it when Pastor Dwight showed up. Anytime he started to speak truths, Chris would talk over him. Yep. He would just he would get riled up. He yep. does not want to be told about himself. Exactly, exactly. Because you know if Chris had had the opportunity, or Pastor Dwight had come to him and said, hey, I'm going to be filming this scene with Paige, or we're going to have a conversation or whatever, he would have done a full court press defense of all of his behavior to get Pastor Dwight on his side and Mm -hmm. to try to convince him that whatever happened between them is Paige's fault and that he's a good guy, he's a a man of God, and whatever. He's a variable he cannot control, and he doesn't like that. And he thought that he had this person on his side when he realized that Pastor Dwight was not going to just go forth behind him all the way. Mm -hmm. That's when he's like, oh, you got to go. Yep. Could not take it. So then Kevin asked Chris, because I think, I don't know if it was like fully addressed on the show, but... Chris clearly, like, didn't fuck with Pastor Dwight after that moment. But he asks if they've mended their relationship. And Chris says, I'm not really in a place to do so. And it's going to take a lot of work. And Kevin says, all right, well, let's get to that place, Pastor Dwight. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> I died. Paige's face was like, oh, here go hell come. Like, damn, I got this cute dress. And now... These dudes are about to get to fighting. And <laughs> Lindsay, when I tell you I fucking passed out, that Pastor Dwight comes out in the exact same suit. Exactly. 
but a lighter color of just a yep. lighter shade of blue so, so they me. all shop at like come on <laughs> barn what is it <laughs> men's warehouse men's warehouse um, there's, uh, there's this place in Houston. I think it's called, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but if anytime my brother had to like go to a function, it is where all mm-hmm. of the black men would go get their suits. And you walk in there, there's Stacey Adams everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> the plaid is popping. I mean, it's just everywhere. It's, and I know they got, they got the suits from the same place. I just know it. I mean, it was the exact same print. Yep. The same fabric. It yep. killed me. But Pastor Dwight had the the vest underneath and the matching tank top. And he had, I don't know what those things are called, but it's like the button, not a button, but a pin that like it has a chain attached oh, to yeah, like yep, another yep. little charm. Oh, uh-huh. Lord. Like you couldn't tell him anything. He was ready for brunch and Sunday service. Um, <laughs> look, that killed like the exact same suit, and they're both buttoned up. Oh my god, just... that was so funny! Oh, that killed me. So he sits down, and Paige is panicked. Pastor Dwight s- says, Well, Kevin asks him, you know, what would you say about your relationship with Chris? And he says, my relationship and my intention with Chris has always been to be a spiritual mentorship sort of situation to give him guidance about what he needs. And Chris pulled back from me and I, you know, I felt like Chris wasn't trying to receive what I was trying to say. So I gave up. But then Chris says that they were actually friends. And it's like, okay, well, that's your first disconnect because... Pastor Dwight did not consider you to be a friend. He no. was trying to help you. Like and you didn't want to hear he's it. He's your advisor. He's not your friend. It's so much like... Because you watch Floribama Shore. Absolutely. It's like Gus and Jeremiah. Like, Gus expects Jeremiah to treat him like his brother. Kara, I could, I could talk... Friend. I could rant about <laughs> that for days. It... Of course he's not going to treat you the same. He would treat his blood brother. Are you dense? Are are you dumb? Like, what are you, th- like, why and why? <laughs> why wouldn't you expect to move into a space where they're brothers? Not, let alone, they're just, they're, let's start with that. They're brothers. They're blood yeah. brothers. And on top of that, not only are they brothers, they're closer in age, and they were homeschooled together. So they yeah. basically, they were each other's best friends. Uh-huh. Why would you, a stranger that you had known for a year when they moved in, a year, why would yeah. you expect to become best friends? And brother status. After a year. Thank you. Use you- your head, Gus. Come on. It- they let you move into their home. It wasn't even a situation where y'all all all decided to get an apartment together. You were moving into a family's home. You expected like this was going to be Olive Garden and it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't believe it. He with a straight face was like, yeah, I moved in there and they would treat me differently. I'm like, no shit. No shit. They're brother. 
Uh, some fuck shit, they're gonna treat you a little differently they would than their brother whose fuck shit they've been putting up with their entire lives. Exactly. Exactly. What are you talking about? you talking about Gus you have a brother it's not like you don't know you have siblings what are you saying your sister was ready to beat Candace up because you ran away for hair dryer I hate I can't and I know Gus has a lot of issues and it's dark and I get that I respect it but also he's so fucking annoying and entitled. Unbelievably. It's like, look, look, we all have our demons and he is young. I'll give him that. He's young. Yeah. So, you know, uh, at 25, it's kind of like the tipping point, the turning point usually for people, but he's in a environment where they don't really encourage personal growth. So I understand that. But how is it that everyone else on the cast has had some sort of personal growth? Some kind. He's regressed. He's regressed. It's weird. It's weird. It's like, not only has, is he on his fuck shit that he's always been on, but he's digging those heels in. He wants no part of an awakening, no, no self-reflection, nothing. Everything is on Jeremiah. I'm like, you're not his brother. It's really that simple. Who cares if he and his brother had a fist fight? They're brothers. They're brothers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was that was the hot gossip. What, what was that? Everyone and what, everyone was like, okay, and <laughs> the way he was like, wow, I bet you guys weren't ready for that information. And they were like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like he thought he oh he said oh guess what he, he and his black brother <laughs> they got in a fight can yeah. you believe that shit are you yeah I can <laughs> <laughs> oh he really said he he thought he said something oh god okay let's go really? back he thought he had a smoking gun that two brothers fought right and that that was like gonna cause the rest of the cast to turn to on. Turn. To Jeremiah, that again, he fought his brother. Right, a guy who doesn't even live in the house. Oh, girl. Okay, let's let's go back. So, (laughs) so um, for hours. Truly, oh, it's such a good show, you guys. If y'all are watching Florida Shore, it's it's great television. You need to start from season one because there, like Gus, is the dark energy now, and kind of always has been, but not much. But there's there's a certain person named Courtney who I. Have never known a darker energy, and me, so you need that backstory. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah. The moment the from the first episode when she pissed on the black woman's bed, I said, "Oh, this is this is really dark. We're going, we're going, we're going right in." Right. How do you live in a house, a large beach house, and say? You know what? I'm not going to choose the toilet. I'm just going to piss right in somebody's bed. Mm-hmm. And not her bed, which is right next to it. No, no, no. Candace's bed. Candace's bed. Candace's bed. Oh, so th- this is how it's going to be. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, 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 this is going to be the last point, but I really, it must be said. 
I, I think that everyone is overlooking. That everyone is overlooking the, the fact that the whole reason why Jeremiah and Gus are beefing originally, Gus will, if, if, you, if you hear Gus tell it, it's because, oh, Jeremiah kicked me out with no warning. I just came back to all my shit on the curb. Yeah, I can understand how that's frustrating and angering and you're hurt by that. But yeah. no, that's not what started all of this. No. This is a night in their beach house. Nilsa, one of the roommates, brought a man over from the club who had the nerve, oh, the fucking nerve, to say that, and I'll wait, Florida men ain't shit. Yes. We all know that. That's not news. No. He's from Tennessee, so he was like, oh, Florida men ain't shit. And you would have thought that he looked Gus right in his eye, in his cornea, and said, Gus, fuck you, fuck your mom, fuck your right. dad, fuck everyone. Right. Florida men ain't shit. And right. Jeremiah, let's remember, Jeremiah, also from Florida, didn't care, continued to eat his pizza. But Gus, Gus said, excuse me? Was ready to brawl within seconds. Seconds. And what seconds. if literally, like, Jeremiah just went outside with that guy? No. <laughs> he didn't even step foot outside. He was like, they were, they were ready to box. And the guy was like, what the fuck, you short stack? Uh, you know, just popping <laughs> off. <laughs> so he walks outside. And Jeremiah is like, ugh. So he puts down his slice. And gets up and is like, all right, let me go check out what's happening. So he walks in the direction of the front door, which is where the guy just was ushered out by security. Yes. And Gus is like, you step out that door, we're done. You're a bitch. But going off. And and Jeremiah's like, what the f- are you talking to me? And yeah. that's where the entire beef started. So funny. And nobody Gus- mentions that. No it's, one talks about that. It is ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> and no one brings it up. No one says, hey, but like, it did start this for no reason. It's wild. <laughs> the same way, the same way I was going crazy, the same way when they were like, were, Candace was like, but you stole my hair dryer. You stole my oh. hair dryer and you're mad at me. And they're like, Kodai, love him, but I'm like, this is the stuff that makes me angry, where he's like, oh, you look at his hair, of course he had it, okay, he needs it. I'm like, no, this is not a time to joke. Yeah, Kodai this and his both sides. He a joke on Gus's side right now. We're not right. making this. Oh, right. The, way, the fact oh. that Gus was like, why didn't you just ask me for the oh. property of yours that I stole? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> of course, because he had the nerve to even say it. He was like, I mean, ugh. Why don't you ask me for it? You see my hair. Like, obviously something was happening. It was just a moment of like, am I on fucking Mars? I don't understand what's happening. I don't get it. I have to come to you with respect to get my property that you did not ask to take (laughs) back. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Like, okay. Okay, so if this is how you're acting right here, um, I can imagine how he was acting in the house with Jeremiah and his brother. Exactly. And then mad that they didn't, you know, side with him. Crazy. Crazy. Ugh, girl. Girl. (laughs) 
I know. <sighs> okay. So I would just like to state that Pastor Dwight has abandon whatever eyebrow or eyeliner pencil that he was using to try and shape his head and used it for his beard. Did you see yes. the obvious line? He has a full beard. Why yes. are you trying to create a whole line of of what what it what? <laughs> it's like filling in the beard to make it super just dense. And then trying to create that sharp, you know, it's, he's wearing, I mean, of course he and Chris dress the same. He has the little, the little pins and the, I guess I, I always want to call, I always call them cufflinks for like the actual buttons, but they're not that. I don't know what it's called. What is that? But I don't know, but it's, he's wearing that. So of course he's trying to like, edge up his beard to a point of like lunacy. Like we can tell that like, you're spraying con air <laughs> what, what what is the oh the, the name you know what i mean like we know what you're we know what you're spraying yeah. in your face have you heard of a beauty blender There's so <laughs> like if you're gonna tell a lie at least tell a good one please he looked like he lined up a ruler like yep. an elementary school ruler up to his beard and was just like okay let's do a straight down angle <laughs> to try and create some definition and he didn't even need to he has a full beard yep you never i don't know if it's still out there but i remember there used to be this product that they would show all the time and i was i had a, i was a kid with a television in my room like for like since birth so of course you stay up late and you see the commercial where it's like the spray hair yes and they put I that little like spray. guard yeah, it on like, it fuzzy like it's like a like a weird spray that would turn yes. all fuzzy uh-huh that's instantly what i thought of yeah <laughs> uh, it was so dark it was like black yeah like, that's not your hair that's not your hair is not even that color it, thank you thank you <laughs> thank you okay uh okay thank you for for noticing that so oh, i noticed it it makes it, it really hard to be. It makes it hard to support him. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately for him, Chris is so awful that like it so makes up awful. for it. Um, so, <laughs> Pastor Dwight continues on by saying like he just wants Chris to know he loves him regardless. And then Kevin asks Chris how he feels about what Pastor Dwight said to Paige, and Chris says, "Well, do you want me to be honest or do you want me to be fake?" And it's like, well. This is a stupid question. Like, you're gonna be fake anyway, so just say it. Of course. <laughs> you know, it was hard because it was like, damn, I really like, I we didn't need to beat her up like this. We didn't need to show her this right this minute. Right. But it's also a double-edged sword because I wanted him to see like the narrative you thought you had in control was very much not in control, and At you all. look terrible, and you're gonna continue to look terrible. Terrible. Oh, Lord. So Chris says he thinks what Pastor Dwight said was a bunch of BS because he considered him a friend and a brother, not a mentor. And, you know, if you're going to have a conversation with somebody's wife, you need to have a conversation with the person that introduced you because it's inappropriate. And then Chris says the reason why he's upset with Pastor Dwight is because he felt like Pastor Dwight was trying to make Paige feel good by putting Mercedes down. So what? Like is that problem? That's your problem? <laughs> like, first of all, I don't really feel like that? that happened. 
No, it didn't. Absolutely did not happen. This had nothing to do with Mercedes. What do no. you mean? It, he was literally just telling her truths about you. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing, no one was even really talking about Mercedes like that. At all. I distinctly remember Pastor Dwight saying, you are better than Chris. Mm-hmm. You are better than him. <laughs> so I don't know why we're bringing Mercedes into this at all. And but, you know, I feel like he did that before, too. Like, he used Mercedes. I don't know exactly, but I remember him during the season using Mercedes. Yes, he did. And I can't really remember why I that was. Remember, You're right. But he did. He did. And it's like, no. I, I can't even remember talking about her. Yeah, yeah. You're, it, it was very weird. Like, she didn't, she had nothing to do with this. She but had okay. nothing to do with it, and you're bringing her into this. <laughs> um, so then Kevin says, Chris, we just had a very lengthy discussion about how you diminished Paige. So why can't you forgive Pastor Dwight for saying something that you didn't like? And then Chris says some mumbo jumbo about how he's not going to be fake. And, you know, that's what he felt in the moment. And uh, they haven't had a conversation since then. And so he's not going to be fake and try to mend anything with Pastor Dwight. And then Kevin asks Paige how she feels. And Paige, again, has to say that her spirit is broken. <sighs> and please, please. yeah <laughs> let's let's detach your spirit from this situation doesn't whatever need to be left of it please um, <laughs> so she says her spirit is broken because chris and dwight's relationship is longer than her relationship with either one of them and um that she doesn't feel like this should be something that ends their relationship and then Paige turns to chris and says he does care about you and he loves you. And then she says, you know, she just feels like Pastor Dwight only reached out to her with good intentions. And I thought that was interesting because I thought that Paige reached out to him mm-hmm. and not the other way around. <laughs> um, and it does kind of call into question why Pastor Dwight said, I didn't have time to tell Chris about the conversation, but you were the one who started it. Well, initiated this or was it production? Probably production. Yeah. Like it's, it's clear. It's production. Yeah. (laughs) Oh Lord. So she says that Pastor Dwight is now her spiritual mentor. I tell. (laughs) I tell that that relationship continued on. Yep. I could tell just by the way that she was like looking at him and then kind of like being worried about it. I knew I could tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> the pastor Dwight says that his main concern was for them as a couple and Chris might not accept it, but he loves him. And that also Chris does not like to be corrected. Ooh. And Ooh. Chris says, that's bullshit, man. And that's how we knew that it's absolutely correct. <laughs> absolutely true. He he lost it. Lost his mind. Shifting back in his chair. He was shifting all his clothes, pulling on those tight pants and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> going back and forth to get all confront confrontational and then going back in the chair and then going back on the edge of the chair and then going back to the seat of the chair. And he was heated. 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 And not just because the fabric of his suit was clearly not. 
uh, Pastor Dwight says something about Paige. Chris gets all hot under the collar. Kevin's trying to calm him down and says, we've been able to have some beautiful conversations so far and you've handled them really well. And I just don't want you to stop and like, don't let the anger eat you up because Pastor Dwight's here to help you and not be an adversary. So Chris says, you know, with all due respect, I'll take the help of Pastor Cal. I noticed he didn't say Viviana or Dr. Pepper. Oh yeah. (laughs) I I noticed that very much. Yeah. I'll listen to Pastor Cal, but Pastor Dwight, I ain't got nothing for him. And so Pastor Dwight's like, that's fine. Chris turns to him and starts yelling it again. We can't really understand what's being said because they're all talking over each other. And Pastor Dwight tries to explain that he understands what Chris is saying about speaking to him first, but he didn't have time to do that. Chris interrupts him again and says, well, that's why I don't give a fuck about anything you have to say. And Pastor Dwight says, I told you to stop cussing me. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I, the whole time I was just like, but wait, aren't you a a man of God? Aren't you a person who has respect for, you know, people in higher religious positions? The way you're speaking to him doesn't make sense to me. It does not make any sense at all. If you are, um, you know, all your, your dad's a pastor. Mm-hmm. You were a pastor at one point. You alleged that your whole family <laughs> are religious people who, not even just religious, are actual leaders of churches. Mm-hmm. But this is the respect that you pay him. And for doing what? Meeting with a woman who you shot on for weeks? Doesn't make right. any sense to me. Right. You... The only time you want to invoke respect towards Paige is when it was with Pastor Dwight. That's the mm-hmm. only time. And because Pastor Dwight was uh, an unpredictable variable in his plan. Yep. Yep. Oh, Lord. So and a man's wife, like, obviously viewing Paige as just a possession. He doesn't give a fuck. He does not give a fuck. Not a single one. Chris says, we can get a cracking bro. And then Paige stands up and is like, oh, no, stop, please, no. Please, no, yeah, let's be I would have been like, oh, okay, we're doing that. I would have moved out of the way. Right. Like, I'm going to stand in the middle of it? No. Yeah, I'm not about to mess up my dress with all this oh. hair dye and Foolishness. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a stain forever. <laughs> so, will not take that out. Hey, not that just for men hairspray. Nope. Um, Kevin's on the screen yelling at Chris to why are you doing this right now Kevin's like all right let's just take a break Chris walks out screaming about how Dwight is a disrespectful ass motherfucker how if he has an issue he needs to come out to the parking lot you need to come out to the parking lot the episode ends with Dwight going in the opposite direction of Chris (laughs) (laughs) Paige standing there with her hand around her neck like oh I can't well, take my problem with Paige is that she started moving as if she was going to follow him. And I scre- I said, Paige, stop yep. following him. You know, she is. You stop know, she's going to follow him. following him. <sighs> she's such a dummass. She's a dummy. 
I'm and I'm like, you've got to stop following him out on these tantrums, these rants. Because right. the most embarrassing thing to do is to stomp out and have no one come after you. Yep. And then you got to walk back in looking like a damn fool. Right. <laughs> but she, you're going to follow him. He's going to get exactly what he wants. Yep. Come yep. on, girl. Come on. What's she going to do? She's going to take her, you know, pretty little thing heels. <laughs> and go out in that parking lot and look stupid again. And look stupid. So I'm oh, glad. Yeah. I'm Because honestly, Dwight said, no, uh, Kevin said, okay, y'all just wait here. Because if he hadn't said that, she would have followed him. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. She would have followed. Yeah. But he said, no, wait here and we'll see. Ugh, Paige. Oh, um, do you... Okay, so it seems like next week is going to be a continuation of Chris and Paige and Pastor Dwight, and then also Haley and Jacob, and then they did tease a couples all get together, all the whole cast is going to get together. Do you, I it's, feel like I saw a little bit of Eric saying something to Paige about how we all felt for you or something like that. Do you think that Chris is going to show up, and also do you think he's going to get into a fight? With Eric. I think. Well here's the thing. Chris doesn't like to be. um, Challenged. So I don't. It's hard for me to believe that he's going to show up. But I think that he will show up. Essentially because. He needs to have the last word. And he needs to control his own narrative. Or he thinks he's controlling it. So if they're talking about him. Without his you know. Presence he's not going to like that. He essentially shows up to everything. Yeah, it's late, true. but he shows up. That's true. That's true. Just like this, he showed up at the little thing after decision day. Late, but he showed up because he still he wanted the last word. Right. Yeah. So I, I think he'll show up. Oh, I hate him so much. He's not escorted off. <laughs> right. For wanting to fight his pastor. Right. For, for talking to Paige. <laughs> Oh, girl, do you think, I don't know. I I just don't know, girl. I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I, a shelf, the shelf life of all these relationships is quite, uh, quite small, quite short. Agreed. I don't know. Uh, Vincent and Brianna probably have the, the, the longest, but I, my, I got my eye on them. I don't know. Me too. Um, Ryan, you... I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna make it past this year. I just don't. I would be shocked. I would be too. Have you looked into their social media at all? No, I haven't. Okay, because I have a listener who wanted to get into the social media of it all. Um, the only person who I know her. Um, Instagram account is meet Virgi- Virginia is at meet underscore verge underscore mm-hmm. uh, it, it seems pretty basic she has dyed her hair black uh, oh. uh, that, that sounds about right <laughs> she's sounds. dyed her hair black um, oh okay now I see that Clara has changed her name to Ubre officially oh um, god Okay, I'm on I'm on Virginia's now, and it is very black, and it also has quite the extensions. Uh huh. 
How it, how dare you leave out the extensions, Kara? It's <laughs> awful. Like clearly it's she got these bad. done for free. Obviously. Um, and it, I, I'm looking I'm looking at the like the I'm looking at her hair and the extension. I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. It's unclear. Yeah. Okay. And I, now now I'm looking at this girl's who did her hair's hair and I'm thinking, oh baby, if I saw your hair, I would oh. say no thank oh. you. Oh my god. It's awful, right? It's, <laughs> uh, it's shocking. Um, it's her it's shocking. if you guys want to know hers, it's Sydney Bennett. Sydney with two Y's, so S-Y-D-N-E-Y-Y Bennett, B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Looks bad. Apparently this I mean, girl... Okay, care. there's one photo in particular that was post on Mar- uh, posted on March 20th, and the caption is, I'm doing great, sweetie. And by that hair, I'd say <laughs> that's not true. It looks fried, dyed, and left to the side. <laughs> I mean, you can see the flyaway. It looks I'm, like... I'm, Help me, girl. Uh, it's true. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I wouldn't let her close to my hair at all. But you know, that's that's the that's the common trope with hair dressers. Like they could be great, but their hair is always a mess. But yeah, as, in practice with Virginia, we see that that is not the case with Miss Sydney. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So now I'm looking at Clara's. Here's a Clara Ubre. C L A R A. O-U-B-R-E. Um, her Instagram says CEO ATL BLM. <laughs> and that kills I'm sorry, me. I have to laugh. <laughs> I love Clara, but she's just like girl. <laughs> girl, CEO, okay. Oh damn, Ryan has gotten to our girl. She's he's gotten to her. Right. Um, she says her first post is says, I wanted to wear his initial on a chain around my neck, not because he owns me, because he really knows me. But then if you zoom in, I'm not seeing the initial necklace, so I'm not understanding the point of the picture. Um, well, first of all, this picture is very strange. I would not have posted this one. I think that maybe she could have could have kept going in the 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 role. I'm sure she took. Yeah, me. this is not the a, one. And I that necklace. I'm sure she got on Amazon. Yeah. And it, the O. It's a it's a rectangle with an O in the center of it. Oh, it's an O. Oh, I was thinking oh. it was a R. R it's supposed to be an R. Okay, that makes yeah, a lot more sense. I, it's that R. that would be his initial. Right. <laughs> right. Not his last name. His first name. Usually usually when you say your initial, you're doing the first name. Correct. Because if you've legally was- changed your name to his last name, then that's your last name too. Okay. Um there's you know a lot of ev- for- oh, oh so many pictures of her with a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, um there's you is a a woman who wears her fedoras on the back of her head and not Correct. on top. Correct. Uh, you got to let it's that no part out. <laughs> um, let's see. Does Ryan have an Instagram? I don't think he does. 
Um, I see this picture of her with Haley and Brianna, so I'm going to go to Brianna now. Oh, she I has also that. changed her last name to Morales. Oh, you guys okay. can follow her. It's at B L Miles M Y L E S. Um, so this is what you would expect her with a Louis Vuitton bag, her with some thigh high boots. Um, there's one where she's on top of a washer at the Selfie Museum of Atlanta. Um, you know, she's serving body yeah. in this public pool. That's nice. Um, you know, yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing yeah. super exciting there. She looks um, really good in, like, a, a this black boot. I'm like, this is sitting so right with me, this look. I, I do like the black boot and the hat that's not showing her edges. Yeah. Clara, just so we know. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, just so you know, Ryan does have... Um, it's just Ryan Ubre. He does have one. Oh, he does. Okay. Yes. What is he giving with this? He's um, giving uh, workouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Painfully um, average at fitness. Okay. Um, the video of him dancing with Mishka. Mm-hmm. Um, shirtless. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, CrossFit videos. Um, okay. Okay. There's really no video. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So the first, he has, uh, I guess, a photo of uh, Clara that's a reel, but I guess it's only a reel because there's music attached. And it's, CEO, my love, what a memory to last a lifetime. No <laughs> one will ever know our love story because it's ours. It's a moment in time that will hold on to that no one else can have. No camera, no TV, no one else. Just us. The only way we would want it. <laughs> it keeps uh, going. Yeah. This picture reminds me of when I knew we were going to go for it. Thanks for loving me on the days. It wasn't like this picture. Wait. Thanks for loving me on the days. It wasn't like this picture and on the days it was. Okay, that's punctuation, babe. Yeah, it's a little clunky. It's a little clunky. <laughs> okay, this is a this is a quote for what well, I guess it's from a movie. There's an our love's worth waiting for. Just let us do some more. Bring out each flavor and spice, stir up what's mine and yours. Spill it all on the floor. Can't help that I'm a slow. Oh, I guess it's a song. I'm a slow cooker. I guess it's a country song. I'm, I'm assuming. It's got to be. I'm trying to find it Hope now. Hope you eat it when you land. Heart emoji. Let me see if this is. Uh... Oh, it's a John Legend song. It's oh, a John, John Legend song. song. Oh, it's the song. Of course, I'm a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, roasting him. I am roasted. He posted where? this. When she's in the air. Can you believe that? I hope you read it when you land. Heart emoji. <laughs> okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Oh, Jesus, help us all. Um, let me, I'm going to go to Haley's. She's at Haley Harris underscore. Um, Let's go to her. Oh, she's very simple. Married at first sight, season 12. Exactly what you expect. It looked like she went on a trip to Miami and LA with Paige. Oh, single girls doing it big. There you go. <laughs> um, there are, yeah, I mean, it, it's good. Giving just like Haley, just yeah, basic white it's, it's girl. Giving sorority, it's giving you know whatever yeah. that filter is that makes white people look like orangey tan. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know what filter that is, but I don't. I never understood it. Um, that's basically that's, it. That's, oh, let me see what page is giving. Paige is at Milana underscore XOXO. So M-A-L-A-N-A. Did I say that right? M-A-L-A-N-A underscore XOXO. So the fact that Paige has, and I'm sorry to those of you who do, has a username that has nothing to do with, like, is Milana her middle name? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> but, um... She got a new dog named Cash. She sure did. Um, she is, you know, giving... She cleaned house, clearly. Like, she has yeah. 13 photos. She cleaned house. She said, I ain't going to open up this thing without cleaning mm -hmm. up. <laughs> I'm going to put some corporate pictures, some mm -hmm. headshots. Um, all you're going to get is just, like, Yeah. There's a picture yeah. of her graduating at Georgia State. Um, picture of her getting her new house. Yeah. <laughs> With the tag, the location tag is none of your business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little surprised she doesn't have a picture of the rest of the girls. The only yeah. picture she has is from her wedding day. Yeah. And the caption is, thank you, next. I'm like... Okay. If she, if, okay, so she posted this on November 25th with the caption, thank you, next, which is about breaking up with shitty guys. Yeah. And maybe in the future I'll find somebody, <laughs> but not like, now. Uh, it's not really apt for the occasion. No. Um, 
So why post the photo? Why post the photo? Why post and it's, it? Again, it's not like she posted this now. It would make sense of her exactly. bringing up. It seems like she it was posted, posted on the, the wedding. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> like we were in the thick. Right. Um, who else is on this guy? Oh, Eric. <laughs> who uh, else is here? Let's, let's, does Eric, oh, does she tag Eric? She sure did. Eric cleared for takeoff. Is his <laughs> of course it is. Of course. Handle. Um got a picture of Rocky. Rocky side eyeing the fuck out of him and in this picture. As he should. Rocky does not look yeah. like he wants to be anywhere near his new father. Not one bit. He looks truly miserable. <laughs> um there apparently was an eighties themed birthday bash that wasn't filmed or didn't make yeah. a cut. Um, so we see a picture of Haley and Eric in Virginia. That's interesting. Oof. They said, Oof, this is bad. We can't even air this. Right. <laughs> so boring. Can't be aired. Right. Um, oh, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Jacob's uh, uh, username is Ariaman30096, which is actually the uh zip code that i lived in and grew up in oh really oh <laughs> so Y'all i can, can link up <laughs> assure you that that is not atlanta it is fully duluth georgia so oh, really? <laughs> it's a good 40 minutes away That's um, so oh wow okay um somebody did tell me that he follows tommy laren um are you serious let me see if this is true i might have her blocked so yep he does he does um oh oh my god i (laughs) he are you and it's trump winery trump store trump.girl the political memer oh okay so this it says it oh okay yeah the hash the hashtags, oh my god, the hashtags that he looked up in, in addition to Married at First Sight are InfoWars, Alex Ooh. Jones, Alex Jones memes. Shut uh, <gasps> I don't know what Boring Company oh. is, but I'm sure it's a very cursed area. Yeah. Um, this, oh, this is like Elon Musk stuff. Um, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then he always Ooh. also. Was... Oh my God. <laughs> this this other one, this one that I've never heard of, is looking very dark to me. I'm gonna exit that. Yeah. Just okay. like. Hey. Yeah. I I don't. There's one okay. that the hashtag that he follows that has a meme that says enough casual sex and it's of this like hyper masculine like man thing <laughs> like car- yeah. slash par- part cartoons flat it it looks like a hulk man and it okay, says I'm looking at it yes enough casual sex we're going competitive and i think this might be a video game thing but also i don't know what these pictures are and it's scaring me <laughs> 
Wait, I'm telling you, like, this is, this, this, uh, this hashtag is extremely dark. It's giving, it's giving incel, to be quite honest. Exactly. Yep. Incel. Big incel. Yep. Yep. Um, my God. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yeah. I'm, are we seeing anything from Chris? I know. I want to find his so badly. Uh, because I feel like nobody on this cast is probably following him, so I, oh lord. Oh, wait, Uh, wait, wait, wait. So, uh, a a person in the Facebook group posted that picture of him with Jamal Bryant, and I was like, wait, what? So, that picture probably has his handle in it. Oh, I found it. It's, um, Chris Williams II. Okay. Um, apparently he was yeah. just in New York, out standing outside of the Old Navy. I don't know why he would take a picture of the Times Square Old Navy, but okay. He's taking. <laughs> um, here's a picture. He's of taking these pictures like he is some huge. Oh my god, CEO! Like my gosh, yuck. He's smoking uh. a cigar. He thinks he's the shit. His other picture from four days ago was the caption: "As soon as I got salad, I spent it all on dressing French to be expect to be exact. That ball man was impressive. Katie Slimane leathers. I mean, just pictures of him in a double-breasted suit. Yes, he loves that. a double-breasted, and I'm like, sweetie, that's not your portion. It's not for you. It's he's got one button, but it's so tight that it's, it's like scrunching up the yeah. top." I don't get it. Like, I'm looking at the arms. I'm like, there's, it's too tight. It's too. I'm looking at your shoulder blade. It doesn't fit. It does not fit. And Um, a real, a real rich, a real rich guy would go, oh, this, this suit doesn't fit anymore. Let me go get more suits. But I don't think he's that wealthy. So he's wearing what he he has. No, there's one uh, like, uh, what do you call it? A uh, boomerang of him. Or I guess it's a reels because it's playing music. But it's a boomerang of him standing on a table, or excuse me, on a chair in tight white jeans and it just looking like, just like doing what appears to be a celebration dance, but he has no personality. Yeah. And the captain is, when you hear it's finally over. Yes. This was at the, I think this was at the Bachelorette. Yeah, it must be. It must be. I think I see the blow-up doll behind him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I um, think this is much wet. This, so he's trying to be shady. So many videos of him with a uh, cigar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then he does post a picture of Mercedes hospital band and he says this was from March 7th I wrestled with this but here it goes August 2020 I found out some of the greatest news I had heard ever I would be a dad even though this was the case it was unfortunate given circumstances I just wanted to be the best dad I could be it was the most confused period I had ever experienced my family was happy because there was going to be an addition to our family well, during the latter part of October, Mercedes found Mercedes would complain about stomach pains that gradually got worse. 
Um, so on October 28th, we rushed her to the hospital because I wasn't the husband. I couldn't go to the room due to COVID, but after time I managed to get to the back. When I got there, I was met with cold silence. I found out she had a miscarriage. I had never gone through this before, so I didn't know what feelings were normal and what was abnormal. All I know is that it felt like a funeral. We were devastated. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, Hmm. but then he does explain the timeline and he says not that an explanation is owed but i do have my chart documents that detail the day the pregnancy results came back from the doctor on august 31st of 2020 and all the paperwork regarding the miscarriage on 10 28 um that's wait i'm confused by this timeline when did the yeah. season end? Like, when did they shoot the final decision? Um, I guess maybe... If Okay, so if they've been together for six months, eight? So let's say they got married in August, since that's when he would have found out. Yeah. And that's when he, he would have told her. September, October, November, December, January, February. So maybe they filmed in the reunion in like, or maybe they filmed the decision day in like February. No, two months. Okay, two months. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it would have basically lined up because they're only there for eight weeks. So he's saying that basically the she was pregnant the entire time of the eight week experiment until hmm. she had a miscarriage at the end of the experiment. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I just, I hope he asked for permission. Before I know he... that's what I'm saying. I'm like, why is he posting all of her business? Right. With her last name on it. Exactly. And stuff? I, I, mm, okay. There's a picture of him with Giselle and and yeah. uh, Jamal says, I'm their adopted son now. Congratulations on the opening of their new restaurant that we saw on the show where the daughters got to be. Oh, so he was there. That's so funny. Uh, he also has one in front of his subway. Several. On, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a couple. Huh. On the weekend of my grand opening for my now closed subway, as of March of last year, it's like okay, so you're trying to, you're trying to qualify it that it was COVID related and not because you didn't have money, right? <laughs> and because you were a terrible boss. Um, could you could you imagine having him as your boss? How are you gonna say? I hosted a free entrepreneur session outside of the subway with my brothers from the Black Wealth Renaissance, where we gave free game on becoming business owners and entrepreneurs. Okay, you know what? Let Within me... the same post, you're saying my now closed subway. Right. <laughs> Wait, how many how many fast food restaurants closed? I feel like I feel not like, many. Not many. Not many. So, babe, I feel like this train was already in motion before COVID. Correct. Don't don't play us like that. Don't play us. And with that, I don't I don't care about Vincent. I'm sorry. I, but... like, I don't give a shit. About 
It'll just be like inspirational quotes and his smoothie recipes. Exactly. Um, Do you have any final thoughts from part one of the reunion? Oh, man. No. I've I've laid it all on the table. Part one was... Honestly, it was boring for the first half, but obviously the second half popped off. And I needed needed that anger to invigorate me. Agreed. (laughs) I was so furious that it truly charged me. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for talking to me about this. Do you want people to find you on social media? I mean, you can. Uh, Lynn Helene. That's that's my Instagram. Really, only Instagram. So, Lynn Helene. I post stories sometimes, Perfect. but I, I I always love talking about this with care because <laughs> <laughs> we get we get each other. We see each um, other. We see each other. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, you have a great day. All right, you too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, bye. Bye.